everybody, and welcome to episode 21 of Video Game Apocalypse. That's right, our podcast is now legally old enough to drink, assuming, assuming the legal drinking age is 21 weeks. I'm your host, <laughs> Michael Raparas. With me, as always, in the kitchen studio are... Tyler Wild From PC Gamer. That's mm-hmm. where I'm from. And Born joining there. us once again, it's... Anne Lewis. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sick and I'm brain dead. Don't. Yeah. My, name is, my name is Anne. Why would Hi. That okay. I don't know. It just made uh, me really sad. Being, that, being gestured at makes me sad. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. That voice to my don't. left. Don't, Chris. Don't. It's Chris uh, Antista. Uh, he, he's, gesturing like he's too busy dancing. I'm too busy Gesture prancing. dancing. Prancing. The entrepreneur behind mm-hmm. smellslikepizza.com. Hey, come on, man. We all know Papa John's took that from me. That's true. Yeah, it smells like Sad. diabetes and garlic sauce. <laughs> dot com. Hi, everybody. You can cook it I'm yourself. happy to talk about video games. Are you? Yeah. How happy are you? Uh, can you really want me to explain? Yes. Or did you expect a joke? Uh, well, it, were, it was just that I don't have that outlet anymore, and I just got back from E3 after where being, it, which is nothing but that outlet, really. Well, I, after being inundated, like I was in LA a week in advance for one game, and like mm-hmm. I'm focused basically on one. 1.2 games Which at all is times. Ducktales and Ducktales point two. No, in in Ace Attorney actually. Oh, okay. but uh, so that you're you're saying Ace Attorney is a point two game? No, my God, <laughs> my God, nobody picked that up. Nobody picked that up. That's why I can't appear on these things. <laughs> Never said that. I'm just kidding. Uh, the trilogy out now for iOS. That's true, and it looks great. Yeah, yeah, it looks it looks great. It's um, I just I'm just glad those things are available again. Even if you told a friend about an Ace Attorney game, it's gone. It, you can't find them on DS. And uh, oh. what? It's a real fucking. Tra- it's a real yeah, tragedy. I'm saying that's sad. That's why it I said is sad. It is. It is sad. Yes. All right, we can. I'll, I'll shut up. I'm just excited right now to talk about games. All games. Right. Well, uh, it's good that you're excited to talk about games because this episode we're going to talk about movies <laughs> <laughs> with the top five. Uh, what what was this again? Uh, oh, game or movies based around fake games? Yeah. Did you? I was talking to you about this. How did you uh-huh. come upon this? Speci- what do we talk about first? We talked about. Well, I don't want to give it away because we I might, might again. use it on a later occasion. <laughs> oh come on! It, it was a different idea, mm-hmm. but uh, it just sort of naturally developed that we started talking about uh, other games that seemed like they were maybe based around the game, but that were actually based around fake games. Yeah, and if you've seen the movie, you would maybe think that it was based on an interactive property, but it's not. Uh-huh. And then it was just a matter of like, well, can I think of five of these? Yes. Yes. Now we've got a topic for this week. And <laughs> it's worth pointing out, uh, part of the reason for that laziness was because of the short turnaround, that we recorded our last show mm-hmm. on Monday of last week. Uh-huh. And then uh, I edited it. Edited it and put it up a couple days later. Edited it. But be honest, Michael, isn't can I find five of these always the main criteria? Yes, but are they the five best? That's also important. Yes. Oh, yes. We've been doing top lists for a long time. We really have. And that's always the first step. It's like, can I think of at least seven of these? I can. Now, are there any others that are better? Let me research for a little bit. Anyway. Number five. They call it a game. Slayers gives the gamer full control of a human being in full-scale combat. But the players are real. Every one of our Slayers is a death row inmate. <laughs> Stay alive for 30 sessions, you get set free. That's not a bad deal. I that, declare. That was, not of course, a bad deal. Uh, Michael, Michael C. Hall in Gamer. 
Mm-hmm. Michael C. Hall wow, that of, of 60 Under auto-tuned fame. In. He, he dance fights. That's, he does. The, like, I've seen the beginning of the movie and the end, and the end is absolutely incredible. Like, I've it, seen is the a, whole movie, and yeah, it's, it, it's not a terrible flick. It makes me wish this podcast had so a visual component, because I tried to incorporate something from that climactic scene, mm-hmm. and it's all just music and punching sounds. Why don't we... I'll, I'll, put, the, I'll put that clip in the episode. Put, right, it, right, put it on Facebook or something like that. Yeah, that, that part's so good, though. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Michael yeah, C. Hall. The, the Michael C. Hall dance fight at the end. <laughs> because he's a Broadway-trained <laughs> actor, and he's clearly hamming it up and having a phenomenal oh time. He is hamming it up so hard. Listen so to this hard. shit. I replaced 98% of my own noodles with tissue years ago. Well, mine's different. It's built to sand. <laughs> to transmit, whereas every other nano cell that I put out there, including the ones in your head, Cable designed to receive i think it and you do it that that sounds like the male version of uma thurman's poison ivy uh sure i never never actually watched batman whatever that movie was got it so sorry that's okay but you were wondering why i was so so happy to make you laugh earlier because that's generally how you respond to me (laughs) okay i'm trying to remember how her voice sounded in that movie oh just but just totally hammy and like a little bit southern i don't give a well yeah she that's a southern version but genteel southern accent that continually slips by somebody who wasn't giving it their all and as talented as uma thurman it would have looked really really dumb you would have hate. Well, the movie looks really dumb. Let's can we stop talking about Batman and Robin? So, oh, I do declare, Mister Gerard Butler, you have the <laughs> bellicose demeanor of a Yankee. <laughs> Wait, am I the only one who's seen all of Gamer? Then I think you are actually. I haven't seen any of it. Okay, I've just, I've just seen the scenes that uh, you guys were showing. The me. premise there is and... a very well. Yeah, the premise of the movie yeah. is that. They explain it in that very first clip, but all the people in the movie are basically characters in real in other people's video games. Yeah. Well, so, they're, they're death row inmates who have been yeah. recruited into a real life video game. It's like Death Race meets Call of Duty, kind of, mm, sort of. But Gerard Butler's wife is also in not his real wife, but his character Cable. I think Got his it. name is Cable's <laughs> wife in the movie is also in this and I don't think she's a, a, a death what? row inmate. So but is she's he the in... same is he the same cable from the X Men? I think so. Yes. Definitely. Okay. Yes. Good. Yes. That's, that's great. He had a he had a glimmer in his eye. Ah, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I, but there, there is a, a clip that sort of uh looks into the well you you were probably about to explain the players. Like that kid Simon. Oh yeah, the kid who controls cable. Yeah. So what's the deal with that? Um, oh crap, now I'm trying to remember. Well, while you think about it, I have a clip. Okay. I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. I just play games, man. That's right. It is a game. You want to win it, don't you? Yeah. Then you need to cut your strings, puppet master. And drink a Mountain Dew! Yeah, Yeah. so... That's ludicrous as apparently Max Headroom that he's talking to. (laughs) How how many Max Headroom references have we made? Uh, not enough. L- not L- nearly L- enough. There's like one per episode at this point. Mm-hmm. Has anybody did you did you mention the uh, uh, that one signal that interrupted broadcast television in Chicago? No. Uh, look it up. It's the creepiest oh, thing I've ever heard. I know. I've ever seen. That's the guy with the ma- in the Max Headroom. Yes, mask. who just yeah. keeps talking and showing his butt, but it like occurred on public te- <laughs> it, like broke into public television at like ten at night, and he. To this day, is the longest person to ever have taken over television airwaves and hi- hijacked wow. a massive station, and he's never been caught. Wow. And it's the creepiest footage you'll ever see. If this happened right now, it, yeah. he has no background, so it's a piece of corrugated metal mm-hmm. being spun. And if, if you if you look at it, it's just like this is like some art school dropout mm-hmm. who uh, 
just decided to do like some public access cable shit, but somehow hijacked the public airwaves to do it. Yes. The thing public access is like giving him a show. It's it's creepy, but if you think about it for more than five seconds, it's like it, it just sort of becomes pathetic and impressive at the same time. It's more than that, his identity is still unknown. Like, we know everything now. You couldn't hijack anything on the internet and not be known immediately, or you would brag about it. Yeah. The NSA is listening to this podcast as we record it. There's that's an true. agent in the bathroom. It's true. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, that's who that is. Yes, yes. Bob? Nice guy. He really is. <laughs> Weird when he watches you pee. Mm-hmm. A little, but you know. I just wish he would lick his lips so much. Guys gotta do what a guy's gotta do. Not bad, but video, huh? Latest and greatest. I defy you to tell it from real life. You imagine porn on this thing? Thanks, Michael C. Hall. Thank you. Can you imagine porn on this thing? Man? Yeah. Porn. I'm jerking off getting the vapors with my Oculus Rift. Um, <laughs> it's especially disturbing because that scene is like a super realistic. Like It, it looks like I think Gerard Butler's daughter mm-hmm. is in this 3D room. And then he tries to, to get to her and it's like just a TV screen. But it's like such high definition, it looks real. So he's doing all this because his wife and daughter are also involved, but his wife is part of a a sim game, and she's being played by a very stereotypical old fat gamer, like super sweaty, gross, and all he does is make her have sex with people, and it's it's very weird. Like that, that, just that part of the (laughs) movie. Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh. that's that's what I remember. It has been. I haven't seen this movie since it came out, mm-hmm. and I have very poor memory. But yeah, that was that was one part. I mean, that well, was so weird. what did she like? He he's a death row inmate. What yeah, did she what, do to get into this? I don't remember. I don't think he is a death row inmate, or he was framed. Maybe she committed but, adultery. But something. Yeah, there was some. That seems was, like that seems like arguably a more extreme punishment mm-hmm. than what he's had having to go through. Yeah, there was something. Well, yeah, there was something weird going on with that. I'm not entirely sure. That's, mm. that's what just, that part of the plot was. I, I just remember creepy. I, I just remember, remember that she dressed it. up like a sex doll, and and that was. If anybody would like to steer me into yeah. having sex all the time, <laughs> though, I just I would volunteer. I just putting that out there. Right, C&T's right now, somebody is listening to this Twitter. and going, "No, you fucking idiots! It was because of this." Yeah, yeah. Like, I, yeah I don't. I'm I don't sorry, really, we just don't They can't the say that to my face, though. Can't so. they? <laughs> the shittiest part is that uh, I love these directors. The Crank movies <laughs> mm-hmm. are absolutely fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. And if you, if you somehow are one of those few people who don't know that they're awesome, you think Crank, Jason Stay, the movie gives it. Those movies well, are go so watch good. Crank, and you'll see exactly why. Yeah, so good. And this is like these guys getting a budget. However, they also did the Ghost Rider sequel, which I watched before this, and like, not very good. It was absolutely terrible. Yeah, it was awful, and I hated it. And I was I. A gamer was on Netflix for a while, and I'm like, I can't trust these guys after. But if you say it's good, in um, no, out. I wouldn't say it's a good movie. I just think there are, are really there are good parts. It got really bad. Mostly reviews. just Michael C. Hall because he's so over the top and and funny to me. I agree. Yeah. Great. And I like Gerard Butler as an actor. He was not great in this movie, but oh well. So oh, oh well. Gamer, yay or nay. Yeah, watch it. Why not? All right, but it is it is if you based, can get it for free. Why not? Yeah, it, is, it is based on a fake game, sort of a fake real life game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, our next one though is uh, a a fake game game. Number four. So we turn to you, starfighters, ah. navigators, or of all the billions of creatures in the Star League, only you few were found to possess the uh, gift. This movie is great. I love the the almost disdainful way he says that. Uh, gift. 
gift. This uh, is the only one on the list I haven't seen. So this this was a classic for anybody who grew up in the eighties. Um, well, so was one of if, the other ones. If I I said this, I know I've said this elsewhere, but uh, growing up, I thought this was Star Wars. <laughs> really? Yes, I had seen really? this in Return of the. This movie was Star. I saw well, this in it, Return of the Jedi. I was like. Four. The thing is, it does take a lot of very clear cues from yeah. Star Wars. Like th- toward the end of the movie, uh, when he's actually like in this starfighter mm-hmm. and he's the gunner, uh, he he's like in this swiveling ball turret chair, and like it is very clearly inspired by that scene where Luke is shooting down Tie fighters on the Millennium Falcon, and, and that it's it's just sort of this weird swiveling thing, and the camera's following him. And anyway. Uh, but it it starts off on Earth, mm-hmm. and uh, the whole conceit of the Last Starfighter <laughs> so is that the good. main character is really good at a video game, and there is a scene in the beginning that I think could only exist in a movie in the early '80s when people could be impressed by this. Hey, hey, listen up, everybody! <laughs> Kill Eric is going for the record. A kid's about to beat a video game. Everybody, come see! Kill screen coming up. Kill screen coming up. Coming up. Kill screen. Yeah, and like his his whole thing of beating the record is like he finishes the game, and and, and well, the, the this game, huge crowd of old people and teenagers assemble. The game is a test sent to Earth. Yes, to test the uh, what would you call it, like. Flight prowess, uh-huh. the warlike ability. <laughs> so Galaga is deciding the fate of this country, this yeah. entire planet's well, military. I mean, you know, taking another look at this, uh, they, I last saw it when I was a kid in mm-hmm. the '80s, and and seeing it now, it's like actually the the Starfighter game itself mm-hmm. looks fairly modern. It's like a 3D cockpit view. Um, I mean, it looks actually a little bit more like the Star Wars arcade game. Oh, uh, the wireframe one? Like, it's sort of a combination of, like, wireframe and, like, polygon graphics. But I know, you remember that but that was back also back in the day when they would have a fake video game in a movie that would look a hundred billion times better than any video game before you knew about what oh, the processes yeah. were. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that guy, they just animated something and added pixels, a pixel filter over it. Mm-hmm. Jerks. Or they just animate. Something. Or they just that, animate. That happened too sometimes. Uh, but there, there was, there were games that came out of this. And in fact, Atari was working on uh, Last Starfighter tie-in games that uh, just never happened. They were canceled before they were ever released. Mm-hmm. There was a Last Starfighter game for NES, but that was actually like a retooled version of an older Commodore 64 game uh. and uh, had nothing to do with the game that was in the movie. It seemed to be like very loosely based on the, the I'm, movie itself. I'm becoming very entertained by the guy playing a hardball with a Last Starfighter license. <laughs> whatever, man. You turn it down, I'll go to a million other places. Yeah, so it can be popular for years. <laughs> But yes, the the game is designed. He's still trying. He's still trying. Whatever, it's mine. Can't take that away from me. I'm going to pass this on to my children. As, as you said, the game is designed as a test by an alien federation, but it's introduced by this guy. Can you tell me the name of the person who broke the record on that game over there? Where I might find him? Alex Rogan. You're looking at him. Alex Rogan. Professional uh-huh. badass. Who are you? Centauri's the name. I invented Starfighter, which is why I'm here. Ah, Centauri is a totally normal Earth name, right? Totally. 
I get into my weird-looking DeLorean with a huge back end and <laughs> shake hands with the mysterious robot who shocks you, and yet you get into the car anyway. <laughs> I, if, I, I could be mistaken, and I haven't seen it in a while, but like, I love that the arcade machine is at a like uh, out-of-business truck stop in the middle yes. of nowhere. Yeah, well, it's it's like at this the, the rec center for this trailer park. Yes. And uh, or so the that's, that's the where they're recruiting is. out of. They, they didn't bother <laughs> well, to put it he, at Evo he, or like. He actually a... says uh, as they're driving off that the, the machine was supposed to go to Vegas, oh, not some shithole in, in the middle of um, nowhere. So it's it's clearly destiny that mm. it found its way to somebody so good, who was able to beat the game and trigger their recruitment yes. sensors. <laughs> and then he's he's just sort of uh, press ganged into this alien military like to the point where he's dragged into a briefing and he still has no idea what's going on or why he's there it's just like oh there's a bunch of alien fighter pilots sitting around here and i accidentally step on one's foot and it's comical <laughs> uh, it's, it's weird now, now the plot kind of reminds me of that uh, south park episode when the psp came out and Kenny, well, that, the the whole flood of Last Starfighter was pretty influential on a lot of things. There was yeah. there was that episode with the PSP. The there was episode. yeah, there was the Clerks episode <laughs> where as it Randall gets really good at a game where you build pyramids, and so he's recruited by a pharaoh to build an actual pyramid by himself. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then it turns into a Temple of Doom parody. It was yeah. crazy. I uh-huh. missed that show. Yeah. That shows one where it's it's uh, anyway it's pretty it's, inconsistent. It is inconsistent. Like you remember all the funny bits, and then you go back and watch, and it's like, oh, this is actually kind of awful. But it has really good jokes every once in a while. But the first season of everything is like that. But I will move on. Yeah. But I remember the the big selling point in Last Starfighter. Well, selling points maybe the the wrong word. The big mm-hmm. spectacle toward the end was something they kept talking about periodically throughout the movie, which was the Death Blossom, which is like this. This awesome, like semi-experimental uh, outback steakhouse appetizer. Thing. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll. Let, I would not buy that. Yeah. We'll let the uh, alien sidekick slash mentor Greg explain a little bit. I think we got to use Death Blossom. Remember, Death Blossom delivers only one massive volley at close range. Theoretically. What do you mean theoretically? It's never been done before. Why did we develop the Death Blossom to never use it? Yeah. <laughs> Why would anybody use something called Death Blossom? <laughs> the Death Blossom because it looks really cool. Which is which is my uh, profile ba- uh, my profile name on this goth website <laughs> I go to, and my picture is mine. Beyond well, basically, Death, Death Blossom, Blossom is the good. tactically worst weapon uh, that you could have because it, in order to use it effectively, you have to wait until you're completely surrounded, and then you unleash it. And what it does is it makes the uh, ship just spin around at odd angles, sort of like on a central axis, and fire in every direction. So, Oh, yes, right. that sounds effective. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like the special attack in a shmup. Um, yeah, pretty much. Hail Mary. Yeah, that they never tested. We even tested, like, nukes before we used them. <laughs> yeah. And they didn't test this out just to see if it would... <laughs> yeah, what, like... you guys didn't have a South Pacific Atoll to, like, throw this on? <laughs> Grung, Grong Test or out Centauri? the Death Blossom in deep space or something? <laughs> Nobody around? And some nobody might be hit by those, I guess, medium range lasers you're shooting. Or whatever. <laughs> you can those those fairly ineffectual lasers <laughs> that that uh, you kind of defeat that, the purpose yeah, of using that, a laser in space. Yeah, that weren't good enough to take on an armada before. But if you're just suddenly firing in random directions, <laughs> yeah. now it's deadly. Yes, if you're a laser sprinkler. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't understand why not. If it's a super powerful weapon, why not design it so it shoots in one direction? Maybe one big thing. Yeah. And then maybe you'd have a reason to have a pilot in it. 
<laughs> or still, it does that all the time. The yeah, pilot's just course. constantly spinning in every direction. <laughs> that, that's the other just, thing. This is fun for me. Yeah, Don't I, take this away. I remembered him <laughs> as being the pilot, but when watching it again, it's like, oh, uh, well, no, Grig is the the weird lizard oh, he's man. The bombardier. Yeah, it's basically like we didn't recruit a pilot; we recruited a gunner. Uh, he, he's yeah. the gunner. He sits in the front of the the ship where it's vulnerable, and the pilot sits in the back where he can get away if the nose is suddenly blown off. All that, all that effort designing a video well, game to test gunners—they probably just could have programmed an AI gunner. Probably. But I really, and I want to see like that documentary success story. Yeah, we were programming this game just to find the savior of our society. It became a huge hit. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the game, who knew? <laughs> Yeah, the planet's gone, but you know, we, we, the company keeps going. Maybe we should have built more of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Someday that'll be the truth. Polygon's going to do a human angle story. On the <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my. What'll it be about? Uh, well, I mean, the game that started everything, the savior mm-hmm. of our, our species. Right. And okay. Fair enough. Number three. Why did they need a human? I'll let you move on anyway. An identity disc. <gasps> Everything you do or learn will be imprinted on this disc. If you lose your disc or fail to follow commands, you will be subject to immediate de-resolution. Yeah, I would lose my disc so fast. Yeah. de Most people can't even keep held onto their phones in this day and age. I mean, <laughs> a f- disc that fits on your back and is huge. I'll, also, never, I'll never lose my phone. Why? I lose my bags you can't put, all the time, though. Can you put your disc in your back pocket? No, it's too big. Yeah, yeah. It, it it fits on your back. It's it's the size of a frisbee. Yeah, yeah. I can't I can't even count the number oh, of really backpacks inter- I went through in school. It's going to interfere with your back brace. But that, that it was, will. Yeah. That's a bummer. That was Sark, the villain of Tron. Not Tron Legacy, but the original 80s film. Mm-hmm. And Tron wasn't a game in the movie. Tron was a program mm-hmm. who, uh, well, I'll let the movie explain it. Hey, who's that guy? That's Tron. He fights for the users. So Tron fights for the users. Thanks, mm-hmm. Tron. Yeah. The, <laughs> the fictitious game <laughs> is something that Flynn, the main character, has designed called mm-hmm. Space Paranoids. And I kind of forgot this because as a kid, I sort of ignored everything before they went into the computer world. Yeah. Mm. But the in- Me too. I forgot there yeah. was a before. Yeah. The entire thing is that Flynn, Flynn is a, he's a game designer and an arcade owner, apparently. He runs Flynn's Arcade, which serves as the testing ground for every new game he makes. He just basically builds an arcade cabinet and then puts it out there. And that's his entire business. Uh, and there's the, I think Encom is mm-hmm. the company that has been stealing his uh, game designs mm-hmm. and no. selling them. They <gasps> used to work for them, didn't I think so, yes. Did they steal Space Paranoids too? Because that's the best name for a I game. I can't remember if they actually stole Space Paranoids. And Space Paranoids, it was fake for many years, but then I guess in 2009. As a tie-in for Tron mm-hmm. Legacy, yeah, uh, they Disney actually like commissioned a company to make the game. Actually, I believe Tyler and I shot a video at the fake Flynn's arcade with that we game in did. it. Did that and sounds that, familiar? That was great. That arcade was awesome. Yeah, it was I still a, have some coins. Flynn's arcade yeah, coins, those, yeah. but it was like a fake arcade, and then you walk in the back, and it was just the galley of like Tron Legacy, a bunch of light benches and uh, bleep blop serving drinks. Yeah, man, they spent a lot of money marketing that game. Like, when you got passed through, like, all of the, like, dioramas Mm -hmm. of, like, 
Flynn's workshop and everything, you get into this like super futuristic bar, which is and everything's like neon and lit up. The Daft Punk soundtrack, and it might it might still be That's at amazing. Disneyland, like across from um, Muppets Tonight. And I know it was there for if, unless there's anything there now. Mm. But anyway, because. Because Tron's design or Tron's designs, mm-hmm. because Flynn's designs mm-hmm. are being stolen by Encom, uh, he hatches a plan that requires the f- help of his friend Alan. I still do not understand why you want to break into the system. Because, man, somewhere in one of these memories is the evidence. <laughs> because, you man, paraquat. Like I can't <laughs> not hear the dude when he gets exasperated like that. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> so great! Because man, oh, because Every time Jeff Bridges, Jeff Bridges, <laughs> Jeff Bridges can never say man ever again. No, without no. being called Lebowski. That's probably why he plays Southern gentleman in every fucking movie he's in now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but uh, R.I.P.D. So, yeah, he 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 tries on many occasions to break into Encom. He ends up finally getting in there and then gets digitized into the computer world. And the rest is the movie we paid attention to when we were kids. Uh, but there there is a bit before that that I'd also completely forgotten about that uh, for those of you who watched Tron Legacy sort of sets up a character from that movie. Uh, and it, it's it was sort of a surprise for me not remembering this at all. Clue. Yes, sir. Clue, we don't have much time left to find that file. This is top priority. Yes, sir, I know, sir. This isn't just correcting my bank statement or phone bill problem again. This is a must. I understand, sir. Now, I wrote you. Yes, sir. I taught you everything I know about the system. Thank you, sir, but I'm not sure... No that... butts, Clue. That's for users. <laughs> <laughs> butts are for users. That's true. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's kind of funny because Clue, uh, who's the villain of Tron Legacy, shows up early on in the movie as Jeff Bridges uh, doing that weird little... Uh, I'm a computer voice. I'm the only one in the movie who talks like this. Yes. Yeah. And then he's tortured to death <laughs> because he refuses to uh, to inform on Flynn. Yeah. Because butts are for users. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie is so great and not good at the same time. <laughs> I can't. I mean, it's objectively awful as a movie, and yet it has so many good, interesting it's things about so it. So amazing to watch. It's the same. It's like the Clerks cartoon. I still see, we went somewhere with that. The new, the new movie is awesome. And yeah. Fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's yep. totally it, worth it's watching. Both of these things. Yeah, I still haven't seen the new one, so totally worth watch watching with no expectations of quality. I can't wait for another. And if just because I don't have another place to say it, I happen to be at Disneyland during the marketing of it. If any of you out there have seen the World of Color, that like gigantic uh, Guinness record fountain display of color, mm-hmm. and then it gets taken over by Tron. It was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my whole life, and I know there has to be another Tron movie in order for me to see that again. Disney World of Color, Tron style. I'm done. Awesome. I'm done. Well, it's, it's, what's important is that we remember the central message of the movie. Mm-hmm. Soon, the ultimate tool Become the ultimate enemy. Uh, and what I do oh. bram, bram, bram. <laughs> that this ultimate uh, tool. The, the game, the movie did go on to spawn two games. Tool. You're the ultimate tool. <laughs> you are. That's gonna be my newest insult. So I call the, people tools all the time. Now there will be ultimate tools. The band tool is our enemy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Tool is like Tron. Have you seen their logo? It's damn suggestive. <laughs> did you ever play the Tron games? I did, and that was awesome. Yeah, I, the, the, the Tron arcade game that invented light cycle racing that became a staple of uh, 
freeware PC games mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> awful cell phone ripoff games and for years. And that one level in Kingdom Hearts. And Snake. Yeah, yeah. That was Yusef. Oh, man, it's so great. That mm-hmm. epic Mickey Tron level where Pete oh, yeah. bursts out of Space Mountain and starts kicking your oh, ass. Nice. So when you were playing the Tron game as a kid... And there was that bit where you have to like throw balls at the MCP or whatever. Did mm-hmm. you understand what the fuck you were supposed no, to do? No, no, no. Like that was, I think that, but that is part of the magic of arcade games, especially ones like that that weren't the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like once you, oh my God, this is a new place. They're not giving me any information on what to do. Yeah. It was the Dark Souls of its Yeah, time. it was basically like four <laughs> mini games. Yes. Arcades were, arcade games were worse than Dark Souls. Like you get to a new area, you don't know what to do, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. And it cost you money. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. at least Dark Souls. I, well, the, it doesn't the, cost you also, a quarter. Tron was one of the first games to have two controllers yes. built into the cabinet. Ooh. It had the big, like, fighter pilot-style joystick mm-hmm. with a trigger on it. And then it had the little uh, wheel thing, mm-hmm. that, that weird little puck, which you'd use to control Tron's arm when you're throwing you balls. Should, you should have to put, like, your your bank account number and routing <laughs> number into Dark Souls 2, and it deducts a quarter every time you die. <laughs> that would make it hardcore. Wow. Yeah. Mike Grimm would love that. I'm sure he would. It <laughs> could still be free to He'd play. He'd also be homeless in a week. Uh, I, and I only I love pointing this out. Just, uh, Tron 2.0 is a fantastic game. Oh, yeah. A PC exclusive from, like, 2002. Uh, still looks really cool. It has a great light cycle game in it that was multiplayer at some point. But that the system uh, that was like the that was the official sequel to Tron mm-hmm. for the longest time. Yeah. Uh, well, what's you're... his name? Who's Alan Bradley? Everybody uh-huh. but Jeff Jeff Bridges is in is in the game yeah. voicing characters. Well, I think it's sort of interesting that that and Tron Legacy mm-hmm. sort of dealt with opposite sides. Like you're you're Jet Bradley, the son of Alan Bradley. And Alan Bradley never shows up yes. in uh, Tron Legacy, and Flynn mm-hmm. never shows up in Tron 2.0. So they could coexist. One doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. cancel out the other. Although, what what was was it the sniper rifle or the standard rifle? There was some weapon in Tron Legacy that was just the lol. Yeah, like, yeah. LOL. Well, I, I love it. it. The only thing I remember about it is that it was kind of during the PDA period. But up mm-hmm. to that point, it was Tron as up-to-date as it ever could be. Yeah. And uh, you would you would hack PDAs. And like, like just mm-hmm. the idea of... Has anybody said the word PDA in like five no, years? No. And, and, and well, he, but that's that's like where you find Tron's code. It's mm-hmm. like on some ancient PDA. But like, it was like a Palm Pilot. <laughs> but I think. Palm pilot. But just as a design choice, an aesthetic, it embraced internet culture before most games would be putting things like lol and pwned that's in a true. game. It did it just to be authentic to the experience it was offering. And I want you to get this button ready. Because, and then the directors said um, when they were making a new movie. Does this have anything to do with Tron 2? Which originally Tron fans were told was the sequel. That has nothing to do with Tron 2.0 for the PC. No, not that one. <laughs> and then... <laughs> not that one. And I then what that. was the uh, mainframe called in Tron 2.0? The MCP? Tron Legacy. So they took the wow. name... They took the name of the final... The big thing of Tron 2.0. Made it the name of the movie. And then disregarded its entire existence. I was hoping that would be like cause for a re-release maybe here's a completed <laughs> tron game that a lot of people didn't get to play because you need a high-end pc in 2002 and we didn't get it oh so you check your mm. bit torrents i don't know yeah yeah, well, yeah that, we should fight for uh that's one dog.com to get it i i, yeah. I uh, sign a sign a petition yeah <laughs> absolutely that always works that's that's an effective way of doing things mm-hmm. uh I, I wanted to share something i was particularly clever about like 10 years ago or whatever when i reviewed this for the newspaper I worked at. Mm. I, I thought it was very clever at the time. Maybe it's just fucking stupid. I don't know. I'm no. going to say it anyway. The uh, Part of the 
reason you're you're fighting in the computer world mm -hmm. uh, is to save a uh, an AI mm -hmm. called Mathria, who's uh, based on Jet Bradley's mother. So the quip I came up with was, how do you save a program like Mathria? I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be really punny. I yeah. just know it. Uh, I'm the only one who laughs. That's great. Oh, wait. Uh, this is why you have these buttons. Uh, no, not that one, Michael. <laughs> You're the one pressing buttons. No, I am not. I've never been on the show before, nor do I know the buttons that are Michael, there. that's that's the kind of pun I, I appreciate quietly. Oh. <laughs> ah. Let's see. Oh, yes. Yeah. What yeah. was the answer? Indeed. Huh? What was the answer? What no, how, the do answer you, how do you save a nun like Maria? How do you solve a or, problem, sorry, solve like, a problem Maria. like Maria? Yeah. Save a nun. What am I? Save where a am I nun coming like from? Maria? I'm even more confused. <laughs> I actually did expect the punch. How do you solve a problem? Like you know what Maria? makes jokes funny is if you explain them. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Thank um, you for explaining. Was, I didn't even get the punchline. I don't either. That's okay. There wasn't one. Okay. Wait. Oh, okay. You've seen the movie Sound of Music, yes? How oh. do you solve a problem like Maria? Oh. The song, How Do You Save oh, a no, Program Like Mathria? Dude, I haven't seen that movie since Fucking I was five Christ. goddamn years old, Michael. So, number two, Sound of Music. <laughs> I'm sorry that I don't like musicals. If you were writing that review now, you would make um, a Medea joke, I bet. <laughs> It'd be like Tyler Perry's <laughs> three... I'm sorry. Please go on with number two. <laughs> My, Michael just gave me the most horrifying uh, look. What's number two? Shall we? <gasps> yes. Oh. Love this one. Yeah. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. Love to. How about global, global thermonuclear war? War. Yeah, how about global thermonuclear war? Why not? That's the first place you go. Sorry, to. Michael, I'm typing. I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that scene is particularly great, the way he takes his phone off the receiver and sticks uh -huh. it into the internet. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they have to, they, I, there's a bit in there that I cut out that's uh, his, his girlfriend asking, like, how is it talking? And it's like, oh, it's not actually talking. That's just a speaker that takes impulses from the computer and turns them into sound. Like, yes, that's how speakers work. Shut up, Congratulations. asshole. I asked how hey, it's talking. They made it sound smarter than that's just, true. that's a speaker. <laughs> yep. And I, I do like that the 1980s synthesized voice has kind of an effete British accent to it. It's, it sounds very sophisticated. Uh, wish you'd come back. Quite. The first and only time I saw this movie, I watched mm -hmm. it with my grandma and she thought it was a war movie. Yeah. Well, in a sense it is. <laughs> she re was really into those. <laughs> so in, in war games, Matthew Broderick plays a young hacker who discovers a, a some sort of advanced artificial intelligence mm -hmm. in NORAD and manages to hack into it. But it's unwittingly because he thinks he's hacking into something else entirely. Yes. Wow, where'd you get this? I was trying to break into Protovision. I wanted to see the program for their new games. Theater-wide biotoxic and chemical warfare. This didn't come from Protovision. No duh. No, no duh. And that, that actor's voice, I hope, I hope everybody recognizes him. The cheesy dude with the, uh, what, the half-bald head and... The shaved head and the glasses. He's in. He was in so many '80s movies. Wait, which mm -hmm. one? The first. The guy, wow, wow. Yeah. He played every nerd. Yeah. The last thing I ever uh -huh. saw or heard him in was Duckman. He played a, a, a reoccurring character. He in was Duck also Man. Mandark on Dexter's Laboratory. Yeah. Oh, was he? Yes, he was. Yeah. That's right. And then what was the the Looney Tunes film like? Back in Action or something really with Steve Martin? Yeah. Like I remember, I, I enjoyed the movie, mm -hmm. but the central flaw was that to me it seemed obvious that Steve Martin's role had been written for Eddie Deason. 
mm. because that's kind of the character he was trying to do and failed at through the whole movie. Yeah, he. Re- that's one of those examples I just said earlier where if you try really hard and give it your all... Steve Martin did that in this role, and it's really embarrassing. Yeah, it's just awful. It's, it's very embarrassing. Um, but anyway... Oh. War games. War games, yes. <laughs> I really couldn't remember. So he ends up getting in big trouble, uh, no almost China. starting a thermonuclear war. He's trying to play a game, but unwittingly creating this DEFCON 5 scenario in mm-hmm. this underground military bunker. Be- because he wants to play the, the war the war game, but the war game is he, an actual war he simulation. He wants to play World of Tanks by yeah. Wargaming.net. <laughs> Hooked into I... a... An hmm. AI that controls uh, actual nuclear launches. I cannot even tell you the number of times that's happened to me. Has it? All yeah. the yeah. time. All like Usually through Xbox at least, Live. At least once a weekend. I say, connect. Let's play a war game. <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally downloaded uh, uh, the, the NORAD iPhone app. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I was, man, that oh, sucks. Man. Oh, I hate when that happens. The graphics were terrible. The solution that they come across uh, to fix this problem is rather unorthodox. It hasn't learned. Is there any way to make it play itself? Yes, number of players zero. So, yeah, they make it play tic-tac-toe with itself over and over and over again. And it's it's very tense. The whole time, Dabney Coleman, probably one of my favorite actors ever to exist, is Mm -hmm. flipping the hell out. I I just wanted to mention Dabney Coleman by name. Dabney Coleman. He's great. Who was also in Cloak and Dagger, which we were talking about. Cloak and Dagger, which I said, what about Cloak and Dagger, Michael? And he swatted it to the ground. I did, because that game is not fake. Uh, the, the, game, the game did exist. Yes, it but did. But it was built to coincide with the movie, though, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was. But it was also, I mean, it was a legit game that was available at mm-hmm. retail. Uh, but it was more used, I think, as a plot device in the movie. And sort of a reflection of this sure. kid's inability to distinguish fantasy from reality. Is it the kid from E.T.? Who cares? I do! I love that movie. <laughs> I do. I, and one of the things I, I do think is funny that I just thought of, because I think all this other stuff I've said a billion times been podcasting so much, uh, is that Matthew Broderick thinks he's playing a game. At no point is there any visual interface at all. He's just typing things into a computer. And I, uh-huh. I totally forgot about games that you just type to. <laughs> he's playing a text-based every, game. Every game, text-based game. every game is Zork. Every game is Zork. Yeah. I mean, but by that measure, Matthew Broderick could be confused by any number of things he hacked into and encountered on the internet. <laughs> Enter password. Oh, boy. I'm going to get the high score. <laughs> it's, it's also... It's a weird thing to think about now because, like... The idea of accidentally hacking into something yeah. is a little like how NORAD of all places. Like you, you, you're looking into Protovision and you're like, oh, they're listing this number. I should try calling it with my computer. Like what? <laughs> I accidentally called like, down how, the hammer how did of dawn and unleashed Mothra. Yeah. Whoops, a daisy. <laughs> well, as, as, uh, what's what's the computer's name? Woper or something? Uh, w O P. I, I, you're gonna say trying to say WAP to me? Sure. In this day, after Tony mm-hmm. Soprano died? Yeah. No? Uh, now, you're, now you're making it tasteless. No, sorry. Now it's it. sad. I was just bummed. No, that's fine. Yeah. Um, you should stop talking so I can play the sound effect. No, no there was a lot of silence. The only winning move is not to play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what Think he said. Think about that. Uh, world on the brink of nuclear war. I'll try if I had any idea what that was. Here, I'll play it again. Strange game. The only winning move is not to play. 
The only winning move is not to play as Odyssey. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm just double checking. That's nuclear war it's for like, you. Oh, they're really. This whole thing is a polemic against nuclear war. I get it. Or uh, a scathing cautionary tale brought to you by Milton Bradley to try and get people away from video games. There's that too. Yeah. yeah I, I used to have one of those machines that make your voice sound like that. It was one of those shitty little microphones. Oh, a little screen uh, thing. Yeah. Sydney. Those are the best. I, can you bring it back? I really want sound effects on this show. Can, I want to. You just want. Yeah, I want to do one of those so he can shout into it. No, I absolutely, I absolutely do. Absolutely. Like look, look. I'm tired of doing all this shit in post. It's hard to make Henry sound like Darth Vader on a daily basis. So, so well, that's, that's just in comparison to his normal voice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It doesn't actually sound like Darth Vader. But mm. I was. Try, you I have actually, to deepen him to that some, much. Oh no! It was. Uh, it was. It was Legion. <laughs> Grim and Henry pay, played the part of Legion. Oh, no. Yeah, it's a good episode. Man, no. I want to... What's this? What are you Laser referencing? Time. No. An episode of Laser Time where uh, we read erotic fan fiction on the From internet. Mass Effect. Oh, it was right. lovely. Moral. Henry lost his patience with reading <laughs> Legion's oh dialogue. My God. Henry was so it's so great. amazing because he called out everything that was about to happen <laughs> in, he was so in right. order. He was totally right. Anyway, that's another show. I want Henry to be the AI in charge of the nuclear uh, launch codes. Yeah. You'd just be like, launch. Ah, Way to bring it back. <laughs> he would he would disagree with your idea to launch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Henry. You know what else is a great idea? Love you, Let's Henry. If you want a medal, we'd let you live up here in the penthouse. But it will never happen because you're just the bad guy who wrecks the building. Uh, no, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. <laughs> And he wrecks the building, shake cake, and Pac-Man stares yeah. aghast. <laughs> that was a foolish thing for him to do when trying to prove the point. That yes, it was. It was very foolish. He is truly a mischievous. Wreck he's Ralph. bigger than all of God, people. He didn't even fit he's in the apartment. Big. <laughs> it's it's the second movie on the list where the main or one of the main characters has the middle name that starts with C. John C. Riley <gasps> and Michael C. Oh, oh, nice, <laughs> nice job, Rain Man. <laughs> the C stands for clever Anne. <laughs> clever girl. Um, and if I could get anybody to take to the internet for me, could everybody please tweet Dave Rudden and tell him to give me back my copy of Wreck-It Ralph? Yes. Because apparently me asking him isn't doing the trick. You know, the, the plug section is traditionally at the end of the episode. I plugged Dave's Twitter and told people to hassle him. I don't think that counts. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that again at the end. Okay. okay. At Dave Rudden. Um, of cheap podcast fame. <laughs> anyway, right. Re- Wreck It Ralph. Uh, I'm sure needs very little introduction for this audience. Yeah. No. Uh, if you didn't see it, you probably should. The whole movie is a Wonderful. love letter to gaming, and especially in the first half, it's just crammed to bursting. And it's beautiful. Yeah, with with tons of cool references like this, for example. Mushroom? No. What is this? No. <laughs> oh, come on, Zangief. Gross. Oh. So, yeah, it picks up a, an expanding exclamation point from Metal Gear and then finds Zangief's briefs, which somehow ended up in the Lost and Found at a bar. Right. Zangief is filthy. He's a wild card, man. Yeah. I, I, did, I, did, I was card, in a cool, a cool situation where like, I got to like look at stuff um, working at Capcom and see, like, do these characters look right? when that movie was coming out. That was mm. kind of one of the neatest things that happened on my first mm. week. Nice. Is, no, Chun-Li's a little small. You're right. Disney! 
Channelismo. I didn't mean. So you were you were part of that argument where it's like, no, this character has to be bigger. No, this character has to be. There bigger. was there was there was just one thing because they, they were gonna make. I it was an awesome gesture. You remember like the posters around around mm-hmm. town were, were like characters from the film with Sonic and and Bison, and it was just minor things like not not like a prick waving thing like he needs to be taller like proportionately these characters are not the same size and yeah that can't happen That's and true. although it was painted by the animators as more of a no this character is taller because he's more important sort of thing if Mario's in it, he has to be 64 feet tall. Yeah, I think that's pretty ridiculous that they didn't let Mario be in it. It's like, it's the situation of Toy Story, and this very movie is very similar to Toy Story, uh, where they wouldn't let Barbie in the first movie, and then Barbie, mm-hmm. they practically begged, Mattel begged to have Barbie in the next movie, well, and she became one of the main characters, and I hope they that said happens that, Mario. that they couldn't find a good place to, to use Mario, mm. which, yeah, okay. You know, in, a video, in a movie about it, video game If characters. the best thing Sonic no. they can find for him to do is to do a kind of a lame expository PSA, then yeah, okay. Mar- Mario couldn't walk by and jump through any tube and, and no. say, it's a me. No, no. <laughs> I, yeah, all I, we know about him is that he's always late. I, there was <laughs> some interview with late. John C. Riley where he's like, "Yeah, we want to like have Frogger in there," and the Frogger people are like, "You can't do this and this," and like, you know, you're Frogger, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not well, that, gonna be in the movie now. I like that there's Frogger yeah. people too. Well, the, the original <laughs> thing, <laughs> lives are dedicated to protecting the memory of Frogger. Like, there's there's that very brief Dig Dug cameo in yeah, the station. He it. was originally supposed to have Cubert's role. But then uh, Namco didn't like the idea of him being homeless. So, <laughs> even though Aww. it has nothing to do with... Who owns Cubert? You know, Cubert's freaking friend. Cubert is yes. Sony now. Is it? Yes. Sony wow. owns the rights. Uh, I guess it, it used to be Midway. It'll probably pop up in order 18, 1886 or something. Oh, yeah, probably. I hope so. Big plans are ahead for Cubert. Sadly, he was he was not in the Wreck-It Ralph uh, iOS games that got made after oh. this. Was, were any, like, I may be spoiling the ending a little bit. Were any official game characters in... No, just no. the just the Wreck-It Ralph characters. It was you know fi- Fix It Felix Junior with a touchscreen. Reminds interface. me of Roger Rabbit when I bought that L- awful LJN game on NES and like man, I'm gonna go through Toontown and talk to so many Woody Woodpeckers and Bugs Did Bunny. LJN make a single good game for NES? Uh the answer is no. no. It's a trick it's question. Not, no, there's one good one. I know there is. It's not Jaws and it's not Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, Jaws is great. Remember the part where you fought Jaws a lot? (laughs) You've hit Jaws. Now go underwater and there's a giant shark. Yes. That will just sort of swim past. And then just the fact that you could fight the main boss in the first minute Mm. randomly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If you you had to wear him down though, mm-hmm. and it took a little while. You couldn't beat him, but just you could you could encounter well, him. Like the whole the whole focus of that game, and we're really wandering off topic here, was to go back and forth between these two ports, mm-hmm. and you would hit things along the way, and it, one of them might be Jaws, like his fin would occasionally breach the surface and he'd come after you. But if you went back and forth to these two different uh, ports, then you would get enough upgrades that you would be able to kill Jaws, and then you just kill him in this weird first person sequence where you have to stab him with the prow of your boat mm-hmm. so. oh. yeah I forget we were talking to like the marine gameologist Michael Raparis oh, who's played every shark did, I, I, did I go on too long no it's just that like every time your, your, your Jaws memory was so much more vivid than mine <laughs> and I thought I, I thought mine was very together and I forget mm-hmm. that oh yeah you've done several billion shark features <laughs> involving Jaws I like Jaws Jaws is great anyway although I did see him at can we go off topic more? All right, go ahead. I got more sounds I, though, so hurry it up. I, we, we went to Universal Studios Hollywood. I've never been there before. 
Uh, I call it the Island of Dead IP, uh-huh. or uh, the Island of Misfit IP, just because it's Ghostbusters next to Tra- or it's Simpsons next to Transformers. Like none of these are owned by Universal at all. Who wants to party with Shrek and Betty Boop? Nobody. 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 Nobody no. would ever suggest that there's no identity to the whole park at all. And then there's, but at the back, what you think of when you think of Universal is the tram ride mm-hmm. through the back lot. And they just closed down the one in Universal Studios, Orlando, which I've I've stated, like is amazing. You they encounter, closed down the tram ride. They closed down in Universal Studios, Orlando. They, there is no tram ride. Oh right. All those things are. But they closed down the Jaws ride. Is what you're they saying. closed down the Jaws ride in Universal Studios, oh, Orlando, which is huge. It's like this whole Amityville area. Where you counter Jaws like ten times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sorry folks pulling out the grenade launcher and he, and the tour guide. My dad's arm hair burned off during just like the normal ride. Wow. It was incredible and intense. And the, the shark just kept coming at. And I'm like, oh boy, here's the original. I can't wait. And the tram pulls up to it. Uh oh, folks, be prepared. And like, yeah, for through like some like 1986 PC speakers. <laughs> and then it just. As, as, a small shark, the size of like what you think a regular shark looks like, pops in the. Hello, folks. I'm Jaws. Thank you very much. And, and the tram, and that, and you just, boop, boop, the tram pulls up a little bit. It's just so sad. The saddest thing I ever saw was Jaws being reset and moving backwards, <laughs> like a shark suspended in midair, being drugged underwater yeah. slowly by 1970s technology. Have you seen there? There's a. a short out there mm-hmm. a video short that was created by Trey Parker and Matt Stone mm-hmm. before they did South Park yes it's like an internal with Sliced Alone comedy yeah comedy video they did for Universal where it's like making fun of the fact that Universal just been bought out by Seagram's and or the company that owns Seagram's, so they keep it's working true. Seagram's into it. But like right at the beginning, there's like a tram ride that's being led by Steven Spielberg, and he's like, "Ah, look, it's Jaws, everybody!" And it's like just making the point that like you know these things are old and stupid. That's what we <laughs> need to avoid at Universal. But it is pretty incredible. It, it, Trey Parker was like a very good in his college class and got to direct this movie starring Sly Stallone, Steven Spielberg. Yeah, and it's. The voice is so Hollywood. It's like so Trey Parker. You can't mistake it at all. He narrates the whole thing. Holy shit, we're off topic. Mm-hmm. Well, going back to Wreck-It Ralph, ah, as yes. you'll recall, was the original topic. Uh, and speaking of Zangief, he had what I think is one of the best and most memorable monologues in that film. When I hit bottom, I was crushing men's skull like between my thighs. And I think... Why do you have to be so bad, Zangief? Why can't you be more like good guy? Then I have a moment of clarity. If Zangief is good guy, we'll crush man's skull like sparrow's egg between thighs. And I say, Zangief, you are bad guy. But this does not mean you're bad guy. <laughs> Incidentally, that's one of the worst Russian accents I've ever heard. Does not mean. Which probably means it's real. <laughs> and I'm just so used to, hey, Artyom, go do this. That, you know. <laughs> Nico! Nico! It's no problem! I go with you, get the man, yeah. <laughs> Titis! Oh. Uh, uh, I did that because like it sucks that whenever anybody mentions any country where I know there's white people who don't speak English and is not France, Uh that's the accent I use to personify. Yeah, that's in my head. 
doesn't Poland, Czechoslovakia? Hello! Hello! It's so great to see you. I am from Iceland or Poland or <laughs> yes. Czechoslovakia or yes. possibly that's not a country that exists anymore, but that could be from there. Maybe uh, I am also from France or I'm, somewhere in Western Europe. How you say Luxembourg? <laughs> <laughs> I am from Munich. You say it Luxembourg. <laughs> uh, no, I am Australian. It's okay. I'm Australian. Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Steve we throw Martin. shrimp on Barbie, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Peter Jackson. We alienate <laughs> Australian listener who still listens. Why? Are you two wild and crazy Why, guys? Nico? Why do we do these? <laughs> no, we're talking about New Zealand. <laughs> no, now I'm Italian. I don't understand. Are shitting all over Laser Time's latest show, Parade of Stereotypes. <laughs> Hey, I'm from a UK. Who wants to talk about current events? Uh, how about the little cucurbans over there with the headphones? Hey, pip pip, jolly good, huh? <laughs> That's how they sound in That's the UK. That's exactly how they sound. Oh my goodness, Michael, are you Irish? I am. Mm-hmm. I'm so clearly Irish. Oh, Christ. <laughs> my Grim's gonna shoot me. <laughs> Some more cheech coming out in that Irish accent. It was confusing. Don't, don't kid yourself. My Grim will never listen to this. <laughs> oh, you're right. Why would he? Pseudobred on Twitter. Tell him to listen at 56 minutes. <laughs> yeah, tell him he's made fun of specifically. <laughs> uh, but, of course... Uh, wow, Wreck-It Ralph It's a really good movie. <laughs> going back to Wreck-It Ralph, which we keep uh, going off topic about... Um, yeah, they, the, I remember talking to Charlie. He, he said that the second half of the movie, like, it seems like a video game movie, but it's not actually a video game movie. Mm-hmm. But from that point from that point on, it's a candy movie. Yeah. And it's like, it's more about the candy world and candy gags. Yeah, I, I really like the movie. I was a bit disappointed. And, and why like... is Beard Papa in it? <laughs> Other than that, he's a candy reference. Yeah, the first half of the movie is all like, we're going to throw all these references and video games mm-hmm. at you. Look at this crazy world where all the arcade machines are interconnected and every character goes mm-hmm. around. And the second half of the movie is like, and now we're going to focus on the fictional game that you were least interested in with candy perhaps, races. Perhaps, but I do think that world was the most interesting. It's an original world, and it's yeah. super interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it, and it, they do. They do work in to look at all these little video gamey things, like that she lives in a half constructed Vanellope. Sarah mm-hmm. Silverman's character lives in a half constructed level that was supposed to be inside a volcano and right. was She's left a glitch out. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. I, I grabbed cool a hoodie stuff. at E3 just because it had Toy Story's Emperor Zurg and Vanellope standing on the back, huge. I'm like, I just nice. that those two are together. This is great. yeah, that's, that's <laughs> pretty. Is, awesome. Vanellope is a good character. Yeah, she, she is. is actually. I love that they took a page from, um, I would say, Pixar, where they don't cast the most famous people, but the people who personify awesome, awesome roles. Everybody in that movie is so good. And it would never get top line credit on a movie. Jack McBrayer, not uh, Jane Lynch. Uh, John C. Riley and Sarah uh, Silverman. Yeah, Jane Lynch is awesome. As She's the, great. Uh, like, so good. Every character, every person. John Tudyk as uh, yeah, Alan, tu- Alan, Alan Tudyk. Tudyk. As that, as uh, the king of. Who, whatever the guy who king enters in uh, the Konami um, Code. King like, Candy. Oh my god, he's so, so good, dude. That yeah. character was so great. I did not know it was him, and I love that guy. And recognize him in iRobot right before I shut it off yeah. and decided never to watch it. And also, it his name <laughs> makes him sound like he, he has two dicks. No, no, I was, well, I was going to go with like a. a mo- <laughs> well, it is. Two Dick Allen, what? It is Russian for a dual peen. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, you know, whatever. Like a mafia like nickname. Mm. Oh, King Candy, you mean? 
No, Alan Tudyk. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is Alan Tudyk. She says that every time because he fucks people this twice. Is, this is King Candy. <laughs> <laughs> King Tudyk Candy. <laughs> no. He's got two candy canes. This is Wrecky Ralph because oh. you rich. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But I, I think you know I'm I'm gonna go back to, after playing the Zangief thing. I mm-hmm. think the first trailer for it mm-hmm. was what really sold it for me and a lot of people. Oh yeah. And it remains one of the most striking parts, especially because of this. Now let's close out with the bad guy affirmation. Let's hit him, Alan. Okay. <clears throat> I'm bad, and that's, that's good. good. I will never, never be good, good. and that's, that's not bad. bad. There's no one I'd rather be than me. Oh, there's no one they'd Love rather it. be than me. But then. in that whole scene is like Eggman, Dr. Robotnik, uh, Bowser, Bowser, Clyde. Yeah, Bison and Zangief. Bison and Zangief. And I, I object to Zangief being in there because other than the Street Fighter movie, he was never a bad guy. Well, I think in the comics where there is like, there's not really much of a story in the games, but in the comics, he's kind of a bad guy. Is he? Uh, I, it depends on which one you're reading, but like... Story-wise, Zangief has been a bad guy. Huh. More more than he's been a good guy, I Interesting. I, cu- I could be totally wrong on that, and I know I shouldn't be, uh, coming from the position I'm in. But, uh, it's yeah. because he's Russian, and Rocky taught us that Russians are bad. When he was introduced... That's true. It, yeah, but he could have been a bad guy when he was... In the first... In, the, in Street Fighter Two in, like, what, 1992? But we were still angry with the Russians back then, and right. after that, they introduced a new hierarchy of villains, and they're clearly more... <laughs> Evil people in the Street Fighter yeah. universe, but he dances comically with Gorbachev. He does. Is Gorbachev even still alive? Did I he think die at so. some point? I think so. Wow, what's he doing? Can he, you? I was looking at a picture of him the other day. Is he even still performing? Like, does does he like just play small clubs? Or I shrug off arguments that like America is superficial, and then I look <laughs> at that grotesque fuck that grotesque skin atoll on his <laughs> bald forehead, and like that guy was elected to lead a country. Uh-huh. Would America ever? elect someone that horrible to look at. <laughs> Show of hands, who's old enough to remember when they called him Michael Gorbachev on the news? Oh, um, no. no. Uh, wait, does he spell though. his name the same way as yours? No. Michael. His, his name is spelled Mikhail. Mikhail. Like with an H and everything. Like with his own navy. Yeah, Mikhail's mm-hmm. navy. These references are getting a little too deep for the audience, I mm-hmm. think. I think so, too. So we should probably cut this segment short. Which is, you know, a joke because it's an hour now. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna take a little break. When we come back, we'll talk about some new releases. We'll talk about some news. You probably already know what it is, uh, and we'll talk to you soon. You enjoying the show so far? Well then, maybe you want to do something to help us keep this momentum going. You can subscribe, rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, We love five-star reviews especially. You can buy stuff through the Amazon links on our site, and we'll get a little cut of any money you spend. You can buy a t-shirt from store.lasertimepodcast.com. You can comment on our articles or post on our forums, answer the question of the week, and let us know what you like or don't like about the show. 
or you could even tell your friends about us, which is free and easy, and create more VGA fans out there in the wild to listen to us. Uh, if you really want to help out, you can donate. Although, if you do that, be sure to include a note saying it's for Game Apocalypse so that it doesn't just go to laser time in general. Uh, finally, you can follow us on Twitter at Apocalypse. Now back to the show. to talk about some new releases uh not a whole lot that's that interesting deadpool? coming out this week uh yeah deadpools well actually i take it back now there's a few pretty interesting things there's deadpool uh, i played that did you what'd you at think E3. i played it too not an e3 describe but it in that. detail <laughs> uh the level i played was okay it was kind of fun what'd you do it's a lot of hack and slashy stuff. I use guns. Pew pew pew. I don't know. I don't. Did, I don't really know the thought, the context. Did you actually of, say pew 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 or did Deadpool? Say I, it? I said pew pew pew. It oh, really okay. confused the people around. I, me. I saw it with Henry and bang, it, bang, bang. it like before E three and it was, you know, it's pretty funny. I mean, it's trying to be as self referential as it and and yeah. Even though I hate saying it as meta. Hey gamers, open the menu. It's just using uh, that word, but it is meta. It is meta, and that's the character's trademark. Yeah. yeah. It, the the game, game opens with him calling. Nolan North asking Nolan North to voice him and Nolan North saying no. And but Nolan North is voicing uh-huh. him talking to himself and so it's pretty funny. Like nice. oh yeah, Meta describes that. It has to. But it, yeah, it opens with him also calling the studio asking them to make a game about him and like walking through the script mm-hmm. and uh, and marking it up. So it I do en- it, it, it embraces the Deadpool spirit. I I'd enjoyed say. it and there were a lot of funny bits, but yeah, Tyler when he first saw the game mentioned something about every time he he kills someone or does something. He he says something, and he does. He repeats the same lines over and over every and time like, he does. But I mean, you know, the first few times you're like, ha, ha, ha. oh, oh, it's it's happening again. Okay. Yeah, there are some <laughs> there are some funny lines where he'll like point out a game mechanic. Yeah. Like there's a boss that like like does that sort of like jump body belly flop attack, and he's like, is that your only mode of transportation? And <laughs> so he makes fun of game mechanics, but then when he's just killing goons. He says like the most generic game stuff, like "Ooh, that had to hurt." And yeah, like, Nolan, yeah. that's that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> don't 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 that's read dumb, that. Nolan North. Well, don't yeah. read that thing that someone don't else read wrote. that thing someone else wrote. Nolan North, why are you doing these things that you were paid uh, to do? Yeah, I, I blame him for everything he says. <laughs> I, I saw it in motion during E3 and did one of the most depressingly adult things ever, because we had a Ducktales kiosk um, at E3, and right next to it is Deadpool. I'm like. Is, is this is this really appropriate? Like, should the <laughs> I, I know they're both Disney properties. But, oh, you uh, you corporate no, asshole! You know, I, is it alpha? <laughs> were they done in alphabetical order? And then, and then, and then I, I don't know. Just I don't know why. Just because I'm like protective of it, and then realizing, man, they're all the same fans. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Should we should we have these together? Like, what if kids who aren't supposed to be at E three see Ducktales next to Deadpool? Well, there is an issue of that uh, uh, with the ESRB. kids shouldn't play GTA. I saw uh, says Chris Antista. Did not. I never said that. A few people brought <laughs> their kids to E three this year. I saw. Day Why? Why do they do that? How can they get in? There's a sign out front that says no one under seventeen. Yeah, they always make a big deal. I, it's no one under eighteen. Is what seventeen? Seventeen? Because you have to be able to. It. You have to be able to buy an M rated game. Yep. Huh. 
So it's 17. But yeah, there were kids walking around. I was like, what the? Yeah. It used to be 18 because it was part of CES and you had to be old enough to buy porn. Nice. <laughs> Man, they should have more porn games at E3. They should. Exactly. They should have any porn games at E3. <laughs> they should, they should have any porn games, period, that aren't just crude flash shit. And they should require <laughs> you to be naked and never yeah. be behind they closed doors. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Never. Everybody's naked all the time. Never. No. Come on. Because what, I've been to three. I don't want to see that. All that rippling, cascading, hairy, fat gamer flesh. flesh. But you have to use no. that, that Connect fishbowl from a couple oh, years ago, and then back one part of your body up against the glass <laughs> as you play. If I if I made a gallery article, the Wangs of E three, and made it three hundred uh, images. Each one of those would get clicked. So if looking if, for Reggie, if everyone was naked, <laughs> do you think it would be harder or uh, oh, it would easier, be hard. or easier to to get uh, some sort of disease afterward? <laughs> because that's the thing about E three is like uh, so many people always get colds, right? Because right, you're around, sort of you're around yeah. so many yeah. sweaty people. I'm sorry, my cold but, set in late. But maybe the uh, <laughs> the the bacteria or viruses cling to your clothing so if you're naked then they don't no. have that but think of because you'd have to worry benefits. about other diseases would you ha- would you need security mm. guards at that stds point? mostly yeah because you know everybody would want a bone in that environment uh, oh yeah you wouldn't have to you just have to accidentally brush up against it and then you've got dick cooties yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no there's cooties in my dick whoops I slipped a little bit and this got herpes horrifying. all over the balance board. Uh, <laughs> and the cosplayers would have to be like, I'm Dante in that one scene. Uh, I guess. I don't know what it's to be. I don't know what you're insinuating, but I don't appreciate I'm it. I'm Bayonetta when she's using a spell, I guess. <laughs> I'm, I'm riding when he's had everything taken from him. <laughs> oh, uh, man, watch me s- do a cartwheel. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of new releases. Uh, company, Nude releases? Company Sorry. of Heroes 2. <laughs> Yay. Not this week. Tell me why I should play that PC gamers, Tyler Wild. Because I keep seeing ads for it. <laughs> You're putting me on the spot. I've I been, am. I've been paying attention to Total War Rome 2, which isn't quite out yet. Uh, Not Company Heroes Total 2. Total War Rome. Total War Rome. War Rome. Total two. War Room. Uh, it's actually Total Rome War 2. It's the ah. sequel to War. And so this is so the totally Total Rome, Rome would be an environment in which everyone is committed to Rome 24-7. Yes. Total Rome. Total Rome. Aw, <laughs> oh, man. I'm totally 100%. into that Rome shit. Total Rome. My total Not the band Rome. Rome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if we're talking God. about... High-fiving myself. <laughs> <laughs> So happy with that. Oh, thank you, Mike. Uh, Toto bro. <laughs> Toto bro. So why should I buy this? Uh, Heroes of Company. Because I won't. Deuce? Company of Heroes 2. Uh, I know you won't. Is there a furious yeah, multiplayer? I won't. And again, somebody's going, oh, it's such a good game. I'm just stalling because I actually, I, I have You're played stalling? Company of Heroes. I'm stalling. You're Joseph stalling. Because I played it uh-huh. like a bit. Not Company of Heroes 2, but Company of Heroes. Okay. Quite a while back to get screenshots. But I actually like really enjoyed it. The series hasn't been around for a while. They've been working on this. The series kind of went dark for a little while, and this is the return. Mm, yeah, of, uh, I, I know right. there are a lot of people are excited for. I know a lot of people were, were excited for it. I haven't. Yeah. I haven't seen much about it, but uh, it's free to play, so it, it, no barrier entry. Just jump in if you ever had any curiosity, right? Company Heroes Two is is am I, am I totally wrong on that? You might be thinking of uh, Command and Conquer. You might be thinking of Command and Conquer. I thought everything on PC was free to play. Well, it yeah, is, it right? is. Um, yeah, actually. It's called piracy. Yeah, no. victory. <laughs> victory games. We'll talk about that. New Command and uh, Conquer is free to play. I don't think Company Heroes 2 is. Uh, Company Heroes 2 is a 
Real-time strategy, tactical game with soldiers. <laughs> I'm not the strategy guy at PC Gamer. We have one of those. Mm. He sits in a corner mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, plays plays Crusader Kings, and uh, he's fine. Who are you talking about? <laughs> what? Who Nobody. sits in a corner in your office? Nobody. There are no corners in our office, and you know no that. Corners <laughs> there. there aren't even any walls. <laughs> there are no walls or yes, corners. It's true. It's, Everyone. An, it's an invisible circular force field. Um, all right, so yeah, Company of Heroes 2 is a game, and you should all make, hey. go out and buy it, or maybe not. I really hate that that's you like Go out the, and buy it, or maybe don't, because it might yeah. be free. We don't that, know. That's yeah. the one time you say a PC-exclusive game that like I don't know anything about. The uh-huh. rest of the time, they're skipped over when I would have been excited to talk uh-huh. about them. Well, here's another PC-exclusive that you're intimately familiar with. Dark. You remember Dark? Dark. Oh, hey, I saw that game. Dark, yes, I do recall it. More like exists. Dork. It's pretty good. Dark is vampires. Yeah. <laughs> there are vampires. It's vampire dishonor. I really feel like I should have given you a that's snack after Xbox saying that. That's not Xbox exclusive. <laughs> or, I mean, that's not a PC exclusive. Some gushers. Yes. Uh, it's on Xbox. Very good. Dark PC is vampires. Next week. Oh, we're talking. Oh, maybe only next week. It might mm-hmm. be. Oh, I think it might be coming out later Project on Project Xbox. this week? Yeah. But that's not. <laughs> Apparently it is. Exclusive. Oh. We were going to talk about that next. Sorry Project what? Let's skip over Dark. No one cares. Okay, you're right. Nobody does care. Uh, Project <laughs> X Zone. Chris, go. Yeah, it's just, it's kind of nuts. It's just that. I, I haven't played it yet, Um, but I did I did make a trailer for it. So if you, if you search. Uh, actually, I saw if you search Capcom characters, it's the first video that comes up. I made a video from Project X Zone. It's all the Capcom characters. And the amazing amount of fan service given to uh, Darkstalkers characters, Frank West, uh, Servbots, Tronbon, Mega Man, Zero. Like, there are a ton of Capcom characters in here. Um, There's like Sega characters in there, too. The Sega characters are hysterical. And uh, Ula-la. What is it called? X. There's Ulala, but like. Project X. But Zone. just because my favorite is the phony Bruce Willis from Die Hard Arcade, still called Bruno. Wow. That's, that's one of the Sega representatives. No Sonics. What, so is it? what is it? It's it's you guys, uh, Sega and Namco. Anybody? It, else? It's a Namco developed game. That's why we don't we don't know much about it because um, it's uh, a fighting game. But it's no, it's like a tactical game. Um, like so it's like XCOM, but it's called XZone. Yeah, yeah. With like it's <laughs> grid based combat, and then and then like so it's XCOM, but it's called XZone. No, it's no, it's nothing like it's nothing like that. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think I haven't played. Well, XCOM the, the screenshots that I've seen have showed like some sort of really insane like side scroller thing. Oh, okay. Um, it's That's for different. 3ds, so mm-hmm. there's that. Oh, so but you're. That's all never played. It's kind of this <laughs> this amazing love song. It's hard to say any other way, but to Japanese gaming, because like a lot of the Sega characters won't be uh, Sega and Namco characters. I don't think will be that recognizable to um, younger gamers. But like the dot hack people coming back and doing things again, yeah. With Capcom, I don't know. It's just, but it's like this. Maybe with one of them, Michael, you're not that interested. But when you put all of them together, there's plenty of reason to care. And yeah, Michael, you don't care all about of the dot, dot hack. Yeah, if if I cared about all the dot hack characters, look, you don't care together, about the characters. I would have played a dot hack game. You don't care about the, the <laughs> but just the fact that those characters are being celebrated again and get a, t- a chance to shine and very and all in very small roles because like. I mean, even that I love that Arthur's in the game from Ghosts and Goblins. Oh, that's awesome. So, like, where does Arthur get a, a chance to shine, really? Other than NBC, obviously. But, mm-hmm. yeah, just a, a bunch of things from the past and the present coming together to fight ridiculously. You need to see the trailer. Just Google it, Project X Zone Capcom characters. It's super cool. The stuff being done in there, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's great. Also out this week is uh, Sporticus Legends, which I'm Sporticus. guessing is about the uh, the character from Lazy Town. Sport Sporticus. 
Sporticus and the Sun Beneath the Sea. No. Thank you. I just want someone else to know that I so, remember that. So were you were you able to get Menudo back to sing the theme song for Spartacus and the Sun Beneath the Sea? This is going to confuse Anne, but I'm loving it. <laughs> Anne's I'm too young it. to get this reference. I'm loving it. Nope. Don't, I don't know. You don't remember this French right. cartoon on Nickelodeon nope. back before they had Double Dare? Lazy Town? No, probably about fifteen <laughs> no. years before that. Yeah, my word. I don't, I don't know. No. My word. Okay. Like I said, I, I just watched a lot of Golden Girls and yeah. Mash wow. and Murder so She Spartacus Wrote as a Legends. Tell Spartacus us about Legends. It. It's free. Oh, okay. That's what we need to know. <laughs> the free-to-play thing is actually becoming a problem, you know, because I'll write a news story about a game that's free to play, mm-hmm. and I won't have had time to play it, but. Everyone in the comments is an expert on it. Like, yeah, I tried it, but it's not that good. I'm like, oh man, you, I, I wrote like you knew six more about this. on it. <laughs> yeah, like I, I love it. You all know more. I didn't have time to play every free to play game. It's free and it's got a lot of uh, mostly naked men cutting each other's heads off. So, mm. bam, that's all I need. Okay. So it's like E3 2014. So. E3 2014, yes. <laughs> all those naked you know people what? rubbing against each other. If Ooh. if that is. If E3 2014 is all nude, yeah, oh, we need dude. to start a petition. It's for all the E3. <laughs> yeah, we only need a thousand signatures. We're good. Mm. Yeah, that'll that'll sway him. All nude E3. I'm starting that yeah. petition. Everyone's nude except the booth babes. The booth babes have to wear parkas. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The Entertainment Safety yeah. Association. Are fully yeah, covered. They are there to be entertained by your jiggling form, not vice versa. Whoa. Yeah, turn it's it the, around. It's the see how you like it year. <laughs> <laughs> I think next year, yeah, every every attendee should just wear booth babe costumes, hmm. no matter what their gender is. I agree. Um, I'm, let's amp up the cosplaying. Yeah. I am kind of dying to... Only I've, Witchblade cosplayers. I've never cosplayed um, because none of this existed. I have. Really? As what? I don't remember. Oh, but not yes, you do. No, I swear to Christ, I don't. Because yes, I went do. to an anime convention. So am I. I'm going to Anime Con uh, in in L.A. June. Yeah. July. 4th? Anime Expo. Anime Expo. Yeah. I went there twice with my old roommate. I have no idea what I was. She made the costumes herself. She was cute. With my though. There's pictures on the internet. You no, can find fuck them. off. Those don't exist. Mm. And the pictures on the internet. I don't They're remember. Hard. I remember there was a schoolgirl uniform for one, find. and like a yeah. pink wig, and I don't, I don't, I don't even know. Yeah, there was. I don't know. I'm gonna go there dressed as Avatar, I had, the last I had, Airbender. I had, to see if anybody gets mad. Actually, I wasn't even <laughs> dating Anne yet, but like we were, you know, we were we were talking, and she said she was going to this thing, and mm-hmm. her roommate was gonna make her cosplay, and like the day after she got back from LA, I like dug up the images and she was like, no. And I showed them to Gary and it was, oh, it was, that so was fun. miserable. Yeah. <laughs> that was not fun. Oh, that was great. <laughs> that was the last time I ever wore a costume. I would like, that's how I wooed Anne by embarrassing her in front of her boss. <laughs> oh, that's, that's like a major neg. And are you, are saying. you aware of a uh, negging? Are you aware of <laughs> your so gross Google instant results? No, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> It's okay because it's uh, number one, uh, Ann Lewis Laser Time. What? Where's RoboCop? Uh, Type in Ann Lewis and Robo, I gonna, RoboCop. I was going to ask you about that, but that's his, that's his partner, right? Yeah. That's uh, Murphy's partner. Uh, the Murphy. second one is Ann Lewis. Lewis Strategies, Ann Lewis Video Games, Ann Lewis Facebook, and Ann Lewis Irving, Texas. Which I well, know. I, is you. I've never been to Irving, Texas, but I do have a Facebook. So Ann Lewis Games. Your name is synonymous with games. This is what cool. up? And you know what else is synonymous with games? What's that? Game Video and games? Wario brought it back. <laughs> that's coming out. I haven't really seen much. I don't know what Great. that is. Great. Segway, Michael. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I still want to know what Ann Lewis Strategies is. What are you looking for? <laughs> what? 
What are you possibly trying to find? Ann Lewis strategies. I'm really okay. good at coming up with strategies. Sorry, Wario. Wario. It's like hurting cats. I'm sorry, as my dad would say, Wario. Uh, Wario. Wario. You can play it after tool time, kid. <laughs> We're watching Bart Simpson, and then you can... Yeah, I'm, I'm ashamed to admit I haven't paid any attention to the development of this one. Which one? Uh, Game and Wario. Oh. I'm, I'm guessing it's uh, another sort of Wario Charming mini, mini game collection. Yeah. So let's just assume that. Uh, Ride to Hell Retribution. I've been trying to pay attention to that. I, like, I think somebody at some point told me that it's like Red Dead Redemption, but with bikers in the 60s. And uh, I haven't found any information to corroborate that. I don't I know. I've seen find trailers. Some really they, ugly graphics. They, and, they, uh, they sound wrong, that person yeah. who said that. But <laughs> I haven't played it. I've only seen trailers. And that could be misrepresented. That said, somebody make Red Dead Redemption with bikers in the yeah. 60s. Yeah. Wow, I'd play that. Yeah. They do a crossover with Lost and Damned. Ah, Come on, Rockstar. Cool. Yeah, bring get it out of with the city. It. Uh, what else? What else? What else you get? Um, not a lot. Magic Duels of the Planeswalkers 2014. Uh, wouldn't be a week without a game with the word magic in it. <laughs> PC Gamer. Mm. Uh, Lego <laughs> Legends of Chima. For Wii U, I guess. Oh no, Vita and 3D. <laughs> and most yeah, importantly, it all sounds the same to me. Uh, but okay, that does it for new releases. New Fuck releases, it. closing it out. Ah, let's these move on to the new releases. These are the new releases. These were the new theme song. Releases. I forgot to make one. Okay, no. but, I sorry. Miss something? I just thought that we should play it out. Yeah. yeah. What? It was a, what? I I'm gonna sound bite that so we can use it from now these on. These are the okay. new releases. Okay, let's let's try it for real. One, All right, two, no. three. These are the new releases. They are releasing newly. These are the new releases. Everybody cherish them. Yep, I'm using that in every episode. I hate you so much. You need right some like now. sad trumpet in the background too. <laughs> <laughs> it just could be like one blaring minor note, like just, uh, some some revelry with a guy from a broken lung. I'm gonna spend <laughs> I'm gonna spend more time doing that than I will editing the rest of the show. <laughs> this is good. I kind of want to edit the show now, but I also don't want to spend the time on it. Moving on, uh, we're we're at the uh, chunk of the show now that is typically given over to whatever nebulous thing is on our minds. Uh, in this case, there's some big news in that uh, since we recorded our last show and expressed indignation about Microsoft's rather dismal E3 showing, mm -hmm. uh, they have backpedaled on their stance on DRM. So you will once again be able to buy, sell, used games. Uh, you will not have to check in every 24 hours. Right. Service members stationed overseas can use the Xboxes that their families presumably send them. Uh, so everyone's happy, except for Microsoft engineers. Uh, there have been some anonymous... Uh, Postings that have mm -hmm. gone up. Edit, edit while I fish this I, out. You, you mentioned this. This breaks my heart. Mm -hmm. But uh, no real word on the veracity since, you know, there's stuff showing up on Pastebin. Anybody can post anything on Pastebin. Mm -hmm. uh, but this thing, it's 4 a.m. and I'm still up. Some hours ago, we at Microsoft had to basically redact on our always online infrastructure and dream being part of the team that created the entire infrastructure to include the POS point of sale mm -hmm. mechanisms, I must say that I am extremely sad to see it removed. 
but the consumer knows what is best. I can place the blame on no one but us here at Microsoft. We didn't do a good enough job explaining all the benefits that came with this new model. We spent too much of our time fighting against the negative impressions that many people in the media formed. I feel that if we spent less time on them, and more time explaining the great features we had lined up, and the ones in the pipes gamers and the media alike would have aligned to our vision. That stated, we felt the people we would have lost would have been made up by the people we would have gained. All right, I'm just going to stop you right there. Hmm. There was never any benefit to the consumer described in those the, the descriptions of the DRM. Maybe you should have led with that and said, but uh, there are what what benefits there are if you look if you look at the DRM of something like Steam or Origin, they're not uh -huh. dissimilar from the things that Microsoft. Yeah, but for. those are digital platforms. You're not buying discs. You're not buying discs, but the. Uh, so what? Sorry, I, I don't usually get to talk about this stuff. I'm not a Microsoft fanboy, but what they were proposing was a little piece of the future. Mm -hmm. And the way everybody balked at it, and the way Sony got to gloat well, over like, we're exactly the, the same. How is, right. how is it a piece of the future? A piece of the future being like, unlike Steam. Where uh -huh. Steam is great where like, if I buy a bundle and I already have this game, the game still has value that I paid for and I can give it to another friend. Okay. That doesn't currently exist now, but the ability to share your games with family members and to let friends borrow your digital games with a license, it sounds scary, mm -hmm. but it's like me saying, Michael, try this. Now. Here. Here you go. The game is yours. They, they propose, When you say there's not any benefit to being online only, it was like, no, yeah, you, it'll install, and you'll play it as it installs. Like that doesn't exist currently in the digital landscape. The ability for me to give you my things on a temporary basis, and, and that is like that's the trade-off for online-only DRM. And when people are like online-only DRM, that's terrible. And the way my lifestyle works, if my internet isn't on, my problems are way bigger because the internet always needs to be on in my house, no matter what. Because Tyler's watching Netflix. I need to check my phone every four minutes. Apparently, if the internet goes down. It's a huge problem for me, and I did. I did. I got on Twitter. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I never get. To, I never got to talk about this, but I was excited by the by the prospects that this had. And then you're right. What I think I didn't hear any consumer benefit. I didn't hear much consumer benefit except for Forza. And I know. Yes, none of us care about Forza. It's a racing game. Doesn't matter. The thing they were proposing that it would do is that your driver profile would go online and interact with people dynamically in their games on a single player basis and accrue points. And the idea, if you're not a racing gamer, what? I'm just not seeing how this ties into DRM. The issue of, the issue of DRM, if I'm going to lend you my games, uh -huh. like there needs to be some authentication process. Well, the, currently the authentication is I borrow the game from you and I put it in my system and then I play it without having to wait for that, And that's the way we've always done things. Yes. I know. I know. And it's very comfortable. But like as someone who has never, who will, whenever possible, never buy physically again. And for someone who would never buy used in the first place, this, all of that stuff was meaningless to me. I will always have a stable connection to my house, wherever I am. Okay, but you can acknowledge that there are people who don't. Absolutely, absolutely. But like the only argument I use is like there are some people who won't subscribe to cable and they don't get to watch Mad Men. Hmm. Do the rest of us not get Mad Men? And I know that makes me sound like a conservative Rush Limbaugh crazy person, but it was like I was excited about this stuff and because everybody was scared and wanted to like treat this like the sky is falling, well, I think, we don't get new features. I think the... But I don't think that's the case. I don't, well, we, we are still getting the, the features. I think it's what 
the problem was wasn't that the idea that it's always online necessarily it's mm-hmm. the idea that you have to authenticate every 24 hours or your game machine no longer works as a game machine uh a little bit but then like if you i've unplugged my one of my game systems from let's say next box live mm-hmm. played and my saves and achievements don't matter that drm has always been in place like that's what consoles are that's what they've always done that's why you subscribe to a service is because they are essentially DRM. iTunes is DRM fundamentally. Uh-huh. But I don't have to be connected to iTunes. No, you don't. But like, but like, and I, not being connected to iTunes also doesn't preclude me from popping in a CD and listening to it. I know, but it, like for me, it doesn't seem like that frightening of a process. Because uh, does anybody here have an iPad? Yeah. Does yeah. anybody here have a three G? But iPad? again, that you're talking no. about digital nope. stuff. I'm talking about no. physical media. Well, I don't plan on playing physical media. Well, but other people might. And, and I wanna, they I would wanna... get understandably upset if their access to the physical media they bought was barred at any time for any reason. Sure, and I, I guess I sort of understand that, but the, the things that I was looking forward to about the future being overshadowed by... And again, this is personal, by things I don't care about. I don't mm-hmm. care about used games, and I don't care about physical media. Those okay. are not irrelevant to me. But I think if Microsoft was serious about offering these benefits... Mm-hmm that uh, we were only hearing about now that the plan has been canceled, that they would not be contingent on whether or not a disc is copy protected and that you have to go through a, a draconian registration process just mm-hmm. to use it. I mean... It, well, I, I, don't, I don't think there's a much of a registration process. Think, the idea being that you're always online and that is, your yeah. often, that is your registration process. That you never do that again. That online passes are a thing of the past. Mm-hmm. Like that, That's what that meant. Well, I also don't think people like the idea of like, well, what if my internet goes down for any reason sure. and then I can't play? Like that's that's what people like to do when the internet goes down. I know, down. I know, they like and to play just, games. I know, but like uh in dealing with something like on the other side, like this is all coming from the Christopher and the, from mm-hmm. a Capcom and we're talking to people like people are a little upset about Phoenix Wright um the new Phoenix Wright being digital only mm-hmm. and they're but they, when they, they're upset, it, it, it's really just about like, yes, I know how good it is to feel to have the box and to it's, it's kind of this illusion that this is always yours and always playable. It's not an illusion 90% of the time. I mean, not a lot of those physical formats work forever. And the idea of a consistent digital service where you can re-download games, that's what lasts forever. The idea of like my my well, that's for as long as the company supporting sure, the infrastructure. Sure, lasts. but you know what I placed? I I do place. I feel like Nintendo and Sony and Microsoft and Apple have been around long enough to somewhat give me some assurance that they'll be around in ten years. And if they're not, I I bought a VHS, I bought a DVD, I bought a Blu-ray. I will buy something I love in another format. It's not. It, it's just well, not a huge deal for me. But the, the, the uh, it's that people want to look at the worst case scenarios. This. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm not trying to get off this, well, but there's think, there's there's this overwhelming need to get negative and look at the worst case scenario. My internet goes down and I can't play my games. Tyler, how's what's the longest our internet, our old router, has ever gone down? Well, to be honest, yeah, like five ten minutes. But and and then like I know people have worse situations. Absolutely, but I think a lot of it is on principle. It's it's the it's the idea that you're being checked in on by a nanny every 24 hours, yeah. and that's absolutely that, that's a little bit worrisome, and for well, for more reasons than just. DRM. I think also, like we keep mentioning these benefits, we mm-hmm. haven't actually talked about what those benefits are, I, and that's that's There's, that's. I'll totally give you that. Like I, the 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 cloud computing stuff is a huge deal, 
But that's too vague for us to care about. But can can you? I mean, you of you, course I can. You know more about this than I do. I don't. I really well, you don't. know more about what the features were. I don't. Because but like, you're more upset about them. Going but the away. idea the idea of like um, a cloud server handling some of the processing for your game mm-hmm. means that when people give consoles crap for not being able to be upgradable like a right. PC, that isn't an issue anymore. Uh-huh. It's all on the power of the cloud and latency. Right. That's amazing. That means that that's a console you could technically only have to buy once every 20 years. Okay. Uh, that's amazing. The, yeah. the idea of never seeing again a host has disconnected from server in a multiplayer game. That the multiplayer game keeps going because mm-hmm. it's always online. That's amazing. Yeah. That I want that. And uh, the, the rest of it is, well, it's still now you can still buy discs. The last time I gave you one of my discs, I, I, like that's not a part of my life well, anymore. You know, if Microsoft really wanted to go in that direction, then just make a fucking Steam box, man. Make something without a disc drive where physical media isn't an issue, and then people will be w- well willing to accept whatever restrictions you put on so, digital media. Really? So people would have been willing to accept a Microsoft digital only. With with what we've just seen, they would have accepted a digital only solution. And my big thing is that probably I, not. I don't want the end, should. I don't want the end of game stores. I don't want to not be able to walk into a game store and browse. That's amazing. I love that. I don't, I don't want that gone either. I don't want the end of physical media. I yeah. love going into a game store. Kill physical media. I mean, maybe it doesn't make sense in my life anymore. I don't want boxes in my house. But um, yeah. I don't well, think people would have accepted that. But they, Microsoft, none of these great big benefits of cloud... Com- I didn't hear well, about any the, of this. The thing, I just the heard thing about... Is, like, they had talked about the cloud computing thing. I haven't heard that mentioned as something, well, now this is going away because we can't slap DRM onto disks anymore. Uh, what I have heard is going away is things like uh, like a, a built-in social network mm-hmm. where you basically have a room where you can display all your achievements, all of your uh, you know game replays, and your friends who would presumably want to see this stuff mm-hmm. can just go look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've heard things like Why would the, that have to go the family sharing plan, uh, where if you have a game, then basically anyone. Uh, on your family list can download like a time-limited demo sort of like yeah. Sony's been doing with PlayStation Plus where they let you have a game for an hour and then it goes away or you can buy yeah. it. Are you upset about this? I'm not upset about this it because those things sound... Well, no. Just because it's irrelevant to you? Oh, ho, you're turning it around. See what I'm you? going? See where I'm going with this? <laughs> uh, I was looking forward to a, a, a futuristic version well, of the next generation. I, it's and not I, that I, I hated not... that people reacted in a certain way because of what they assumed would yeah. be the most evil and worst case scenario. Well, it's not that I'm not upset. Mm-hmm. Or it's not that uh, that, it, that it's going away. Mm-hmm. It's more that I still... The case has not been made to me while this was contingent on slapping a bunch of restrictions on physical media. That's yeah. the bottom line. I understand, but I, 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 I get that, but like... I, I I can't say this in any capacity, uh, but, but like, then just don't buy it. Like the those of us who don't care about physical media and well, games, clearly will, Microsoft like, wasn't willing we'll to go it. with that. Well, I don't think I don't think. Well, obviously, we weren't ready for that as a culture. Mm-hmm. We were not ready for that. But it well, was we it was we it was forward willing. thinking. The, the thing I feel like is, I'm talking think, too much. Huh? <laughs> I feel like I'm talking. Well, too it's much. It, I think it stems from a misunderstanding that like people think about digital media the same way they think about physical media. Mm-hmm. And they don't. Physical media is a possession. Digital media, it's like, all right, I'm willing to accept whatever restrictions you're putting on this for the convenience of having it on my hard drive. I don't because I generally don't engage in the platforms that offer 
up weird restrictions like that. Yeah, I mean, you have to be a great platform. That's why you don't you don't get into Steam. I mean, that's the sort of restrictions I'm talking about. No, but Steam is a great platform. That's why it gets away with it. Origin, everybody hates because it doesn't work sometimes, and people flip out. People also hate it because we already have Steam. Why don't you Mm -hmm. just put your shit on Steam? Because, but that is because Steam. When Steam launched, everyone. Hated it. It yeah. went through yes. this. It went through this same. Struggle. I had to download things to go around Steam in order to play Counter Strike because they made it. You could only play Steam through Counter Strike. We all hated it, and then now Steam is a blessed god of digital distribution. Well, I also think you can do things to make your digital download service more attractive, and maybe pull the focus on that, or pull the focus more toward that, mm-hmm. and off of physical media. Like you could, you know, offer games on day one for five dollars yes. off. For Five example, well, PSN but, is I doing mean, PSN is doing that now. There's there's no reason they couldn't follow through with any of these supposed benefits mm-hmm. with the digital stuff only. I mean, that's one of the reasons. I mean, okay, so Steam doesn't have used games, but we get insane sales. But like, that and the, that was the, the thing. games you're paying sixty dollars for, we're paying forty for that Xbox that, or twenty. That Xbox One was going to offer the ability that your game has value mm-hmm. forever, okay. and that you can trade in a digital title. As a, you can trade that to a friend on a, on some kind of monetary level. Can trade it once was what they said. I, it doesn't matter. Like you don't have that opportunity in any other place. You can't trade your fucking Gin Blossoms MP3 in for another MP3 on iTunes. Like that doesn't exist. That's a new thing. That's really cool. And I, I can't trade my I can't trade my stupid Superman comic in for Superior Spider Man. This is these are all neat things. And like it, if anything, it validates what digital media is offering. That these things are your property. And I don't know, and just everybody like took it the worst way possible, and I got I was super excited. And the biggest thing, the biggest thing I hope for this generation is the end of sixty dollars games, and that's what digital distribution offers: mm-hmm. the uh, a more fluctuating sales and all that stuff. Well, that's the fair, biggest consumer benefit. It was also pitched to the public in the worst way possible. I, the only thing I can like, imagine we didn't, we didn't hear anything about all these benefits. What we heard about was a lot of TV plug-in bullshit. True. True, and even that, even that, even though we're, you know, I want a game box for sure. That stuff is kind of cool, but uh, it was more like, like, you know, you you know, E three and the, here's a game. Uh, how many? What's the multiplayer like? We'll talk about that later. And I hate it that they took that attitude. We'll talk about the rest of the actual features of these games way later. What? Why are you laughing? Well, Ann and Tyler are yawning. No, communicating telepathically. No, and and during this conversation has removed all of her nail polish and organized oh it on God. the table. Um, oh, nice work. Because uh, all right, I'll shut up. Why? Okay. <laughs> I'll shut up. It was just something I was excited about, and I, I didn't have like a venue to like say anything about it. But uh, it was disappointing to me the way the world, the way most people reacted right. to it. And I and yeah, to not get off on that tangent, I think it's yeah. I think some of it was an overreaction. Some of it I understand. I think it's on this, principle. This mob mentality to treat things on the internet like the worst thing possible. Like everybody's out to be evil. It's fun to treat things on the internet as the worst thing possible. That's how we do. I know. Yeah. I, I, maybe it's just the side I'm on now. You know, I don't. I don't really know. I, I loved reveling Chris, in other people's. Everything pain. is supply side, Chris. Mm. Everything is terrible and horrible. And EA is the worst company in America. Now, now you're all about why you didn't get your bonus because all these deadbeats ain't paying their mortgages. Well, that's what yeah. this is about. I'm going to bring it up. Um, drive sales. <laughs> Xbox One to get some some Dead Rising 3 sales yeah, out speaking there. Speaking of, you wanted to bring up Dead Rising. Oh, well, only because only as another example of like, let's react as negatively as possible to everything. Mm-hmm. Dead Rising 3 was demoed. And the biggest complaint is like, this isn't funny or fun. Right. Obviously, that's it's a trailer. It was, it was a demo, but 
no, none of the games have. Rockstar doesn't lead Grand Theft Auto with rainbow wigs and nut punches. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. You don't lead with Ballad of Gay Tony. Yeah, you it's lead like, with the serious story. That's why those games are great because they offer you this 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 one serious experience and then a bunch of other crazy stuff you can do on your own that's defined by you. And you don't always say that in the first three minutes. And it's art headlines everywhere that Dead, Li- Dead Rising has lost its edge and is like doesn't. It's all still there. There's a picture around the end of the guy in a shark costume. Yeah. And so imagine. <laughs> it's it's you know I mean you have to react and have an opinion to everything immediately mm-hmm. or else you're left behind. So yeah, it was and so it just seemed like just to have an opinion that was the worst thing you could think of the game. Mm-hmm. Like I, we just tried to show that there was a zombie game. <laughs> Yes, of course. Of course, there are things there. The things you love in the series are still there. Like, why? Why wouldn't they be? That's ridiculous. Why would you assume that just because it wasn't shown in three minutes? Uh, you could. You could. Well, as as we mentioned on the show last week, mm-hmm. you guys could have diffused a lot of this uh, criticism by throwing in like a, a split second stinger on the end of the protagonist wearing a Blanca mask. Don't think that I'm not personally working on such a thing. It just <laughs> wasn't. To reveal to the world, why would you reveal to the world something like I don't know? Like it, it should. Well, I think this discussion is why you'd reveal something like I, that. I think to the I world. think there is there is, if if it was a big reveal for a new console and like it's to, it is a, no uh, no no shit, mm-hmm. serious zombie game, if that's how you want it to be, and that's probably more appealing than riding around on a tricycle, mm-hmm. and shooting sweet like. Which is why is instead of complaining, know, everyone is saying, wow, what a great serious zombie game. I can't wait uh, to play this. I know. I, I see what you're saying there. But it's like, even if you go back to the Saints Rose trailers, uh, the, the initial, the first one is not what Saints Row really is, you know? They wait to get to that. They, they escalate into the silly people cannon and uh, dancing gun and, and wub wub dubstep gun. The trailers? The, the initial trailer for Saints Row is never the silly stuff that Saints Row is known for. It's always like, here's a new Saints Row. Here, look at the guys from the, look at the guys from the other games. Here they are in a club acting all cool, shooting guns. And then you get the silly stuff later. I don't think that's the case for four. No. Pretty sure they led well, with four, crazy. Like, with crazy. We were, yeah. yeah, we. It, may, it might not be the case for four, but I mean, I just, I just couldn't, third, I couldn't believe yeah. the. Like, I was thinking, did we, did we watch different trailers? Because the one that I saw had nut punches, and oh, we forgot a letter. And, and oh, for four? Yeah. For four, maybe, but like the first three, like it, it does. This is a game, with a plot and a thing, and then eventually it's like, okay, now here's what you can do when you open it up. When you reveal more, mm-hmm. it was the it was the announcement. Yeah, yeah. It was the announcement. I I get what you're saying. You're, yeah. you're announcing the game didn't show the silly stuff. That's fine. Mm-hmm. It was the announcement. I think that's super important. I, but not every game has to like how silly is Grand Theft Auto? Pretty silly. Do they ever play that up in their marketing uh-huh. material? Never. Yeah. It's one of the silliest games out there. So mm-hmm. like because you have to present yourself as this serious mm-hmm. game. Well, I think, you know, Dead Rising 2 took it so far in Mm -hmm. the silly direction that, like, you know, Dead Rising 1 was like, it was a very serious game, but then there was, you could discover all this silliness Mm -hmm. that was lurking just beneath the surface. Dead Rising 2 was just completely batshit. And that's, and that's what it's about. Do you you remember, do you remember in those games, like, discovering something? Like, why would we want to... No, I never discovered anything. I'm just saying, but discovering something so (laughs) hilarious that you didn't expect, and then, like, why Mm -hmm. hit people with a barrage of that? No, I'm not they, saying they, hit they, him with a barrage. I'm saying have a tiny shout out 
so that those people go like, oh, okay. I I don't know. It just I, like for me, and like I was not involved in this decision at all. I'm not working on this project. I'm Ducktales, mm-hmm. Ace Attorney. You come to me, not not this game. But uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. God. <laughs> I mean, for the record, I think it's it's silly. That oh, but like it seemed it seemed it, issue with it seemed like with everything else at the at the that press conference. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that felt weird and out of place? Maybe it does deserve some levity, but like, who else? Where's the comedy at a press conference? Hmm. Mostly in what the people on stage are wearing. Yeah, mostly in in the aftermath. <laughs> How about that, Mr. Caffeine, huh? Uh, Mr. Caffeine. I just saw the Peggle Two guy. Man, that was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, I was I was just God. as excited. I was as showing him, everyone. By the way, our, no, I'm excited about it. But like, he's like doing a, a freeze frame that never happened. Like. <laughs> It's like he discovers mid-jump and fist, like that, oh, you can't freeze frame in real life, and no one's applauding. It now, if like, he had been on oh, wires, no. that would have been so much cooler. I honestly if think, he had ridden out on a horse with a unicorn. I honestly and, think... Uh, or just a party hat. <laughs> I, no, no, that's not what I was going to say. So if you guys haven't seen this, go look up so the Pagel announcement. He's just... And we have one more thing. Pagel 2! Jumps in the air, mm-hmm. like fist in the air, and then like the rainbows come up, the music... Walks off stage, the audience is sitting with hands in lap, and it's it's. Well, I think as, a, as an audience member, I'm like, well, you did that, and there should be like fireworks or something. It's just like this pleasant rainbow. Yeah, <laughs> like no one's gonna get hyped Which, and jump out of the yeah, chair. Where's Where's Ode to Joy? Where's mm-hmm. no? They they played what I loved about they, they played Ode to Joy. I think. Maximum Fever or whatever. But uh, I mean, I'm excited about Peggle too. Oh, of course, Peggle too. Just because I want to know. What the hell are you doing to advance this series? Yeah. D- mm-hmm. Different colored pegs? How, how many how... more peggles can you possibly have? <laughs> I mean, like, what is the creative team doing right now? Like, what if it's uh, an adventure? Try, probably trying what to if... think of cool ways to have a gopher sabbatical. It's <laughs> the greatest part about those games. What if we make a uh, world map? I don't know. Uh, it's, 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 a bo- it's, it's a game it's about balls that fall. I don't know what to do. Like, you can add different levels, this but... This is what happens when I don't have a public forum to talk about games in. It all gets pent up and ex- it, it does. expelled in one It's like everybody like, Xbox is terrible. I'm like, yeah. can we talk about Sunset Overdrive? That game looks amazing. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. Sunset there's, Overdrive. A Pans- there's a Panzer Dragoon spiritual sequel. Can we not talk about that? I know, that? but it has one no, less O, can. so that's no good. Uh-huh. Can we not talk about that? It's just a regular dragon. Uh-huh. I don't like it. <laughs> It's not a pansy or crimson. It doesn't uh, have a jump attack. I don't care. And Sony's press conference was equally like Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That those square announcements, man. Like I thought I was done, like losing my mind. Like I'm 15 years old. But the the 15 shift. Sorry, you guys have already talked about all this. No, not really. Not enthusiastically. Oh, man, I was so I was, <laughs> not like we care. We just talked about how you know how blase and cool we are, and uh, how yeah. we're not actually interested Unaffected. in that stuff. No, I gotta stupid. say, like you mentioned, Sunset Overdrive, and, and we were like, I bet Chris would like that. And you're like, yeah, he would because he likes yeah. stupid things. Yeah, what a and dummy. To a much lesser extent, Kingdom Hearts Three. The one year I'm not working at Games Radar and can't predict Kingdom Hearts Three in yeah, their yeah. E3 predictions, they yeah. actually announce it. I've done that for like six years. I did that six years in a row. Wow. And it finally happened. Mm. But I guess that whoever wrote the Half-Life entry could easily just, yeah, so what? Mm-hmm. Never happened for me. No. Half-Life 3. And it never will. Yeah. Logan still says he's going to eat a bug if it's not out what by the end of the year. What kind of bug, though? Yeah, what kind of I think of bug? he's just planning to eat a bug. No, I mean, I'm going to give him... I'm going to... I think I'll be See, the arbiter of I I think it should be eating. something tough. I think he should eat a software bug. <laughs> 
Just because that's physically impossible. I think we should. He needs to figure out how to do it. I want you to eat all of the glitches in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. <laughs> like, yes. You. No, Logan, Logan has been using this opportunity of the, the console war. I want to say something. He's using this as like, hey, guys, PC gaming. I think if Half-Life 3 is yeah. announced, he should be forced to eat a Game Gear cartridge. <laughs> like the, so if this, it's not announced, no. he has to eat a bug. If it is announced, he has to eat a Game Gear cartridge? No, yeah, I guess if no, it is. He should, he should have to swallow a Vita game. Yes. <laughs> Easy yes. peasy. I'll tell him you said this. And by the way, I, like I, I'll send him to your desk, Michael. Oh, I know God, I'm a community guy, on. and I look at Dan Amrick of uh, uh, One of Swords, Activision. He's like measured, like man, I don't play consoles. I play games, and like I cannot hide my excitement over the biggest console war I have seen since. The, I know it's so great, and it's it's like the last console war was so fucking anodyne, mm-hmm. and like the people who were arguing like. Oh, PS3 versus 360. It's like they're essentially the same. They are. They're like he's like, well, I, I got a PS3 because I want to play God of War. Oh yeah, I can understand that. That's not a console war. No, no, that is not a console war. No, they have to be fighting for our love. Uh-huh. And it, the people who are just like banding about like oh, processor speed and mitmaps and resolutions, like who gives a fuck? <laughs> Give me something concrete to rally behind, man. Oh, sorry. I hardware is interesting to me, but wow. Oh. Yeah, you know, they are the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. AMD made the architecture for both. Don't worry about oh, it. Are you raising Is there a problem with the computer? No, no he was raising his hand no, because, he's raising he, cares his hand because he cares about hardware. But oh, nobody at home but can really, hear you raising your hand. It's more to the point. My, my point is more, uh, you know, why are you bothering trying to win a forum argument with just talking about fucking specs? <laughs> why are you bothering to try to win a forum argument? That's the exactly. better question. It's but. more important that when this happens, the consumer benefits constantly mm-hmm. constantly and it, that's and like right when oh, the yeah. xbox received like i didn't have a journalistic form to say it and like microsoft will reverse this in one week <laughs> i said two weeks actually and it took one so the, the so the second one thing can do over the other now You're and they gonna and get what you want the so precedent much. has been set because that's that press conference that was exciting the sony press conference like mm-hmm. no dear here's everything you're complaining about and we're going to do the right thing here like they're both gonna have to get to do that over and over again until we're getting thirty dollar games. And <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, when Sony announced that price, I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. Like, did they just like scramble after Microsoft's announcement because they're taking a huge hit my, my for pers- each sale with that price? Because I know what yeah. that hardware's worth. And yeah, the hardware is, is way more than that. Yeah, and and what I predict this this time this console generation will see for the first time ever a day one game pack in. You with think? the console sale, I'm positive. Oh, I'm I positive, think. especially if one company probably is continue f- charging a hundred extra bucks. Probably mm, a free a to play game. Well, I no, maybe even a digital game. But like, you will buy mm-hmm. a console and you will instantly have an awesome game. And I know Wii U, Nintendo Land, and I'm gonna stop talking. <laughs> and, <laughs> As well, you should. But yeah, no, no one has launched a console since what? Uh, wow, when was the last time there was a game packed into the standard bundle? At launch. In 64? No. No? No. Before that? No. It, not Sony, not not Saturn. Well, we had Wii Sports? It did have Wii Sports. Mm, I guess. True. If you <laughs> count <laughs> Wii Sports. <laughs> well, yeah. Early, okay, so earlier today I was thinking Super Mario 64 was really like the the first like really worthwhile system selling. Or the, the last really worthwhile system selling launch game. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess no, Wii Sports. 
Wii Sports. It, Wii Sports it, even if you want to discount it, you can't. It was the system. You can't seller. take away how it's the highest selling Dude, my Wii mom game was of all time. Really into it, so because mm-hmm. I was thinking about that because of Knack and mm-hmm. Sony's kind of pushing Knack as the flagship PS4 launch game, and it's like I've played it. I have not seen anything that made me think it was anything particularly special or anything it was ne- that was next gen. Yeah. In particular, yeah, the hardware pushing. Yeah, well, n- none of what I've seen has really been like spectacular I in terms of hardware. You are wrong. Well, I, no, okay, I only think that we're, we we can't think of it like I've never seen. I think when I bitch about the Microsoft stuff is because it's not. It's exciting to have new hardware that will drive creativity, uh-huh. and it may not be in the form of graphics. Well, I like the idea that this is about taking the limits off the last generation, mm-hmm. basically. On the other hand, I kind of feel like if you're mm. putting together a launch lineup, you have to have something that really underscores the strengths of your hardware mm-hmm. and that gets people interested and that sells them on the concept of your system. I have not seen anything yet that mm-hmm. falls into that category. I mean, if you we talked about visuals last week. I I think a lot but of people But it's not just visuals, it's gameplay too. I haven't seen anything that's I, different. Sunset Overdrive, baby. All yeah, right. well, well we've 3. seen we've seen a trailer, a CG for trailer, the Dead Rising looked th- great. The, I what, can't wait for it. But. The the what the the power does to Dead Rising 3's AI is uh, incredible. It's I think, ridiculous. I think it's be, really hard to show some of this next gen uh, stuff, and I think I don't know. You you were saying you hadn't last, but week, I was speaking specifically about Knack mm, and thinking right, that right. okay, that really the last time that I saw a worthwhile. A uh, game that fits the criteria I'm talking about was Super Mario 64. No, I see what you're saying there. Where, and, and like, PS2 didn't launch with anything. Like, what was the best game? SSX? Yeah, that was kind of cool. It was awesome. But it's, it, yeah, it was, okay, it was awesome, but it wasn't. It also wasn't like a it eventually went major flagship else. game yeah. from Sony. It's just diminishing returns. Where it, I mean, technology was advancing at such a rate mm-hmm. that we went from 8-bit systems to 16-bit systems to 3D systems. But I was... haven't seen that on like any of the last two generations. But exactly. The la- it's, what launch it's been, was a must-have game? I it's been more polygons and like so many... I think it's... I do think it's taking a Mario lot... Mario 64 was a new kind of game. Yeah. yeah, but it was also an amazing game. Yeah. Yes, but it was all... But you were excited about it initially because it was a new kind of game. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see a new kind of game for a while. That's why I'm excited about the Oculus Rift. It gives us new (laughs) kinds of game. Mm, All right. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. So does the gamepad, man. But I see exactly what you're saying, yes. That, that, man, I had something to add to that. But I do see a lot of people saying, oh, these are next-gen graphics. They look the same as last-gen. They really don't. You're not looking close enough. Yeah. Mm. To be honest, like... No, 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 and, no, and no, no. Like, 360 when, games don't look like most, this. You think they do, but they do not look I'm like guessing this. Most, oh, most, Tyler Wilde's defending consoles. I am. Well, I guess I most am. everybody's following Destiny, and like the things Destiny's offering... It, it, needs, you can't get that on a current-gen yeah, console. Yeah, you need it. Well, I, I think... I is it available for current Destiny? Yeah. yeah. But it's but, but not going to be... But they're talking about making a no. persistent experience that could last you 10 years, and that's the kind of thing you definitely need more processing power for more cloud storage yeah. or server not gonna... capacity more a bigger friends list thank you yeah jeez i'm i i don't get why they're announcing so many games for xbox one and mm-hmm. 360 they did this with the last gen and it mm-hmm. was like the like old xbox mm-hmm. version of xbox 360 games was 
laughable and we all made fun of them like the ps2 version of the game that came to ps3 was al- yeah. was always this horribly pared down mauled well, version yeah is it is it titanfall that's like being the, the first thing that like oh respawn is developing the xbox one and mm-hmm. pc versions whereas the xbox 360 version will be handled by this other developers like oh, oh really? god it's already starting yeah that we're, we're getting the <laughs> i didn't hear the that current generation but... is getting the shitty pared down version but that like, happened a lot with the last launch where it's yeah, like... I, I want to plug Michael's video of Mercenaries 2. On yeah, TV. I was about <laughs> yeah. to bring that up. The real company is making the next-gen version and... Uh, and you get the... Sh- if you stick with current-gen, you get the shitty after. We hired version. these guys uh, that we found in an alley to make uh-huh. the uh, PS2 version. It's going to be great. But, and, I would and, just like to say that that's not happening with Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Well, they're going to everything, bump. right? Uh, those two... <sighs> yes. So here's, yes, here's a question, Ubisoft representative. Yeah. Uh, should is it worth? Should I get Assassin's Creed Four at launch for current gen, or should I hold out for next gen? What's the difference? Like a couple of weeks? Uh, I it don't depends know. Well, they they haven't really announced a release for. for PS4 yet. So, like Amazon still listed as December 31st. I'm just yeah. taking yeah. yeah. guess on the release date of Assassin's Creed because it's been relatively oh, the same every it's, year. It's, yeah, it's, it's the same as yeah. It's, uh, and and that's a relatively the same time frame as. And Watch Dogs is November. Yeah. November twentieth. Actually, we're hearing 20th. a few weeks for PC uh, Assassin's Creed. Hmm. So Whatever probably cl- the PC version will come out around the time as the uh, next Closing gen console gap. version. That's uh, that's just I, what we heard. I was going to say, like it obviously it's feels like hack to say games are harder to develop but they are and they cost so much more money mm-hmm. and like nobody really and i'm seeing a what i feel like i'm seeing is a bunch of people getting cold feet and develop exclusively exclusively for a console they don't know that people will necessarily adopt and just watching the 3ds like the 3ds right now mm-hmm. is the system like hey you need to own a 3ds yeah right now okay it took two years it took two years. So I mean, when you were talking about like, where's the system selling games? Like right now, the 3DS is packed, jam packed with system selling games. It just took two years. <laughs> Why does it take yeah. so long? It's well, that, that's the thing that Nintendo has. I, I, I think the Wii was like their first really good launch, that, or their their last. I keep that's the second time I've done that. Their last really good launch. Mm-hmm. Whereas DS and 3DS both had terrible launches with games that nobody wanted. And uh, and then like everybody was lamenting. Are we distracting you guys? No, I was. You just got scolded. <laughs> you just got scolded. Thank you, my Papa sorry. Bear. I uh, just I just pulled up I'm an sorry. interesting article. I thought I could bring up. Oh, okay. Well, please go for it. No, now I'm on the spot. No, it was a, <laughs> it was a Phil Fish interview with Polygon that uh, I just thought he had a funny quote because he was saying how he's not going to put Fez two on Xbox because he hates them now and he's very emotional. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> on PS4 and Xbox One, he said, one is having a big love and orgy, and the other is doing yet another fucking Minecraft port, which <laughs> really, you know, I mean, when I saw that, I was like, what the fuck? I have a Minecraft? Fav- go, g- g- you go, girl. All right, I guess. I have a favorite quote. I don't know quote. why I would say you go, girl. But it's, it's Minecraft that's like what the PC's been doing for years now. I know. It's not the, the trimmed down version it of just Minecraft. Feels like a, it feels like my dad trying to get into PC gaming. <laughs> Minecraft, huh? Yeah, Minecraft. You kids like Minecraft? Oh, man. I know a kid who loves Minecraft. <laughs> so do I. Yeah. I have a favorite quote of the week, and I only want to mention it to basically apologize for saying it in particular. Because I was definitely trolling the hell out of people. And like, what about people without an internet? And like, 
they're without internet. They don't even know this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> they're Amish. I don't yeah, get what it. Are, how are you posting this if you... Yeah, uh, and, and, and he's like, what about the people that are military? I'm like, look, my father gave me some advice a long time ago. If you want to play Halo online, don't join the military. <laughs> <laughs> And it's, and it's sort of, it, but yeah. it, you know, I, I saw, I said so many regrettable things there, but it's like it, of all the things to worry about about the military. When you make that sacrifice, yeah, I can see that argument. Well, but. no, no. Well, the guy, the, the no, our no, boys I'm, overseas are I'm, not going to be able to play. No, yeah, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying when you make the sacrifice of joining the military and fighting for your country, mm-hmm. that you're not going to get to play video games seems kind of like a surprising concern. Yes. A surprising uh, concern. You know what? But, they're not going to be able to watch uh, live sports. But it's nice, the thing it's is nice that, if they can. You know, they, they, there's a lot of downtime when you're in the military. Right. And it's nice if they can play games. True. We're actually working mm-hmm. on getting a bunch together for oh, Operation I, I Supply Drop. Work or with Operation Supply Drop every year to get them games. But, it, but <laughs> the idea that right. being in the military is stationed overseas well, obligates you I to think an online experience. The thing is experience. that, like, well, if you, if you want to get uh, an Xbox One, well, number one, it may not work if you're stationed in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, if you're in a situation where you don't have regular internet access, you will not be able to use it to play single-player games. Which is, that's been the direction that the industry's been trending in for a while. It's like, we want to verify you online if you mm-hmm. want to play a single-player game. And that's uh, it's it's been a terrible fiasco every time they've tried to do it. I it just, happened with SimCity and with uh, Diablo. Yes, yes, that that is definitely the it's, case. It's but that, that went well. down for days. Uh-huh. And, and there's I, yeah, I'm not saying there's not a chance that couldn't happen with Xbox One, but it's it's just I was sort of treating like that. I got a Wi-Fi only iPad and I don't download music anymore. I listen on Pandora. That's down. Oh, I can't listen to Pandora. Mm-hmm. That's how but I. You t- can do other things on your iPad. Yep, I can do other things everywhere else. Like it, it just ah, uh, that sucks. Like that's how I treat. Like all of my music is contingent upon the internet. Mm-hmm. My my music is online only. Period. I know what it's like to be without music for a moment. I'll live. Mm-hmm. And if I really care that much, I don't know. I I don't know. Like it's not just that none of it seemed like such a huge deal to me. Just it. And then when you bring up the argument of the military and people in the boonies, like, guys, come on. Like, if we're here talking, this doesn't apply to you. Yeah, but again, if, are you interested only in what applies to you? Well, if to some extent, like, and I hate this because I sound like such a total Rush Limbaugh. Uh-huh. Why can't I be interested in the premium experience? You can't. Yeah, be. I have the luxury of... of great internet all the time mm-hmm. and I can pay that extra hundred dollars for that console and, <laughs> and well, I can I think it's I can more... afford the three dollars a month for Xbox Live. Why why can't I want that? Why why is it so bad? <laughs> it's it's really I think what it comes down to, at least for me, mm-hmm. uh, the central point of irritation is that twenty four hour check in. Mm-hmm. Like if I don't have internet access, I I use my iPad all the damn time. If I don't have internet access I can't download new games. Okay, fine. Sure. I can play the games that are on there now. Sure. I can play fucking XCOM for days sure. on end without sure. ever once checking in. Online. I could apparently I murder your battery. But it's but like if you just think yeah. like I'm only thinking of like the ability to share games. I share a game with you, Michael, and you unplug your Xbox. What? I share a game with you on uh-huh. Xbox One digitally. Right. Okay. And I unplug my Xbox. How do I know if you your license is expired? Blah 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 blah. That's I mean that's. 
the new features like the game sharing. Mm -hmm. You need to be online all the time because they won't know whether you're playing. They won't know when your thing is expired. Your your trial license is expired. I don't know how all this is going to work. I really don't. But like when they're talking about game sharing, that's why you need your online all the time uh, connection. And I thought that was that is absolutely. All right, well, what if I don't want to game share? Do I still have to have the online all the time connection? I don't yes. know. Your PS4 has a share button. How many times do you sh- how many times are you twitching on? Never. Exactly. Like, what does it matter? Like, it. I don't know. I don't know. Like, uh, well, you know, why does it matter that I have to pay the cable company for 500 channels I never watch? I don't, I don't know. know. Anne and Tyler just looked at something like we're in some sick little cute yeah. thing. With I feel like no, stop that. It's it's getting cyclical. I, I think, think we need to take Anne to the hospital. Is. We should segue into like your nose is red. You look like Rudolph. I feel like Rudolph. Mm. You do ostracized, yeah. hated by your parents. <laughs> yes. Hide your shame, son. No, I don't want to see that red nose again. I feel right. really warm and cold at the same we time. Should, uh, we should we oh, should start the community good. segment because it's after eleven. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, also, this is already over two hours. Shit. Um. <laughs> So last week's question of the week was, uh, what games were you looking, or, or anything, were you looking forward to seeing at E3 that was a no-show? Uh, Jay Marcella, who, uh, Jay Marcella09, who as usual has started the forum thread, mm-hmm. says, uh, beyond good and evil 2, why? Uh, yeah. Because it was hinted at so much beforehand, it being a no-show oh, yeah. very yeah, much surprised me. Yeah. Greed E says, I'll be the first to say it. Half Life Motherfucking Three. Mm. Uh, well, we Valve doesn't go to E3, um, and they don't they, do that. They did for Left 4 Dead Two. They did. That's true. Okay, so th- I'm wrong. They rarely go to E3. If they were going to announce Half Life Three, they could tell the entire internet in about five seconds. It would be it's really weird. Around. So they won't do it at E3. Still talking about Half Life Three, like, like we care. No, yeah. no, no, not 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 that like we <laughs> care, but like. What exactly do you want? Yeah, exactly. At a this point, game. it's going to have to blow your fucking mind. continuation of the story. But it's like... But it's, I don't care, But no. at some point... They it, ended it on a cliffhanger. I don't care anymore. It boiled into my it's head. It's been well, too long. This, the story, I don't... I, I, I could take or leave. It's it's the other stuff they bring. It's just more exciting when Valve makes a game. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care what it is. Like, no, me either. I want to see something new. I actually... Yeah. More than Half-Life 3, I would just like them to announce, here's a cool new sci-fi game or something. I think I just heard Gabe Newell talk about it. He's like... Eh, had some ideas and it's been all this time and like what can we do to live up to expectations as an independent company why would we want to try <laughs> he didn't say that specifically but it was sort of like right he, he it was sort of this futile like so, what's the point you guys will like this because we've used this system but uh valve uses jira mm-hmm. and uh, oh, uh uh their <laughs> their jira database leaked <gasps> with all their mailing lists okay. including something oh my god including half-life 3 um left for dead 3 Mm-hmm. Um, something called Steam MMO, uh, Steammo, Steammo. But uh, Left 4 Dead Three was a big surprise. I didn't even think they would uh, they would do it. But I hope they do. I love that game. It's yeah, no, Left 4 Dead is so great. much fun to play. Yeah, 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 it really is. More Left 4 Dead is so more good. It's really the best co op game <clears throat> on PC right mm-hmm. now. So uh, Big C Nugget says, C Nug, C Nug. I was actually hoping for some kind of surprise backwards compatibility announcement. Yeah, good luck with that. <clears throat> I find the excuse of it not happening because of the switching process. I, I need to get a better look at this. 
because of switching processing platforms laughable. If non-professional software developer created emulators are capable of running 360 PS3 on current PC hardware, then this magical new 8-core, 8-gigabyte era of consoles should be able to handle in-house developed an emulation software from these geniuses at MS slash Sony. I find it a cop-out, Chris. In order to keep selling prior-gen consoles and to save money on the little bit of development they would have to perform, their excuses are pretty much lies. Wrong. Uh, may I address this? All right. For, first it. of all, like even when we were in the press, there was like nobody uses backwards compatibility. It's all part of this illusion of you having this physical game you think you can play it forever. Well, what it really is is uh, the appeal of having just one having it forever. box that's sitting out in front of your TV and not having all these games that you are right. clogging I, up your shelves so and they I can't become say, useless. I can't say this. I have had more consoles that are not backwards compatible than are, and I'm betting if you're under 20, you can't say that, so you've been spoiled. Mm-hmm. By the idea that everything is backwards compatible, that was never in my life. That's rarely been the case. But every time a new console came out, that was what everybody was sure clamoring for. And and then every single Starting statistic with our shows you, like even to the point where like Microsoft and Sony don't mind pissing you off about it because you don't actually use it. Why? I didn't expect a Nintendo to play Super Nintendo games. Why? Or sorry, a Super I think Nintendo a lot to of play people Nintendo did. games. Because there was this idea that like, well, if I get the Super Nintendo, I'll have to give up the regular my... Nintendo and then I won't be able to play any of my games. Why you would know you what? have to give it up? That was, that was my parents' argument for not getting a Super Nintendo because ah. it didn't play the old games. And you know what? Fuck them. See, my, my parents had <laughs> a policy in, in place you can only have one <laughs> console. Uh... That's so fun. No, I remember that when you can only have one next to the big TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but other than that, uh, when I talk about loving digital, that's where the games from last gen come to shine, uh, be available again digitally, and to show you that there is no loss for hope. Uh, the Wii U, which isn't isn't the most robust um, digital store, is offering you the ability to transfer your license for the games you bought on Wii. On Wii, uh, the original Wii, for one dollar. If the Wii is doing it, the other platforms might be able to as well. Right. It's not all hope is not lost. Do not bother yourself with backwards compatibility. I'm going to read uh, Bladed Falcon's answer just because it's kind of unique. I, it's not one I would have expected. A new Advance Wars game. It's been five years now, Nintendo. What huh. gives? Well, if I will only say that Nintendo's That'd best be games cool. are the ones that come out every five years. <laughs> hmm. True. That's true. Zelda, Mario, Metroid. Mario. And yeah. Advancy Wars. And Advance Wars. Advance every fi- five Wars. years to me is the... I wish five years was the release schedule for all games. I can't every- believe no one announced Mirror's Edge 2 or Battlefront. God. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Oh, they did? Oh. <clears throat> all right. I'm going to read Rod the Master's answer mm. and... Uh, my, my terrible solid snake impression. Yes. After seeing the Mario Kart 8 announcement and its anti-grav gameplay, I was hoping Nintendo would announce a new F-Zero towards the end of their stream. <laughs> this is wow. a really bad David Hayter yeah. impression. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Meryl. Meryl. What is this? Nah, this doesn't sound remember. like Kiefer Sutherland at all. Yeah, come on. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll, I'll do it seriously this time. <clears throat> The series has been gone oh, for so long that we HD of Zero should be a no-brainer. I have a feeling that Mario Kart 8 almost worth almost wrote MK8 
which just looks like Mortal Kombat 8, is a last run, and a new F-Zero is not very... F oh, sorry, a test run. And a new F-Zero is not very far off. Uh, Team slut. Girl Squad! <laughs> <laughs> I believe I met Rob the Master. Um, that was uncanny. That really good. <laughs> oh, you're sick. Don't do that. Drink more beer. Drink more beer. Huh. Get them together with punch holes. Well, Mario Kart 8 is, is a Somebody punched in the rod. Every boy. <laughs> I, I no, it's higher. I haven't been this excited no. about a Mario Kart game since Double Dash. Mm. You were excited about Double Dash. Double, Double Dash is Dash. awesome, and I had a dick load of fun with it, and anybody who knocks that game didn't play it properly. Yeah, you loaded up your dick with fun. It Jesus. was great. Why do we have, all right, Captain Literal, next time. <laughs> Dick's full of fun. Here, you want to read one? Mm -hmm. Ooh, do a voice. Do a voice. I don't have any voices. Which one? Oh. Do it dramatic. Left 4 Dead 3, Nintendo. Uh, Mike says, did you guys say the wisher isn't on scene because it is? Yeah, well, yeah, that's right, Tyler. I noticed that while I was editing it. You did say the witch that CD Projekt Red doesn't release games on Steam. And it, it, the Witcher games are on Steam. They do, but they, they do. But oh, okay. Well, they, I didn't, I didn't mean that. I they mean, do they have a much better partnership with GOG, right? Yeah. If I, could, I said I could that, see if they, maybe they don't release them initially on Steam. If I yeah. said that, I was wrong. I think they did good old games first. And what I meant is that they released them DRM free as well. Ah. They give you a choice. Yeah, because Steam is DRM, and they recognize that, and we recognize that, and it's true. But it's not the end all of the platform. Hmm. Oh, here's one you can field, Chris. Hmm. Chris? Please. Uh, Darth Ender X hmm. says, I was really hoping for Capcom to announce something fighting game related. Mm -hmm. M MVC4 was rumored, but mm -hmm. what I really wanted to hear was that the upcoming SS4 update was going to be more than a balance patch and was actually going to have more characters and stages and whatnot. Hopefully they're just saving that stuff for Evo. Um... One, Evo. I don't know. Uh, two, anything could happen. <laughs> anything could happen. Two, uh, MVC was not rumored. It was in a fake leak list. Um, it's never been rumored. <laughs> um, and, and two, like it is really important. I, those are all great franchises, but like fighting games need a really, I, in my opinion, need a really long lifespan. They have a simmer. Yeah, I don't. I don't need one every every year. Like I, I those fighting games, you can still play all of them sure. right now. You probably are. Uh, and Street Fighter Cross Tekken just got like a, a new uh, rebalance patch a couple months ago. And why would you want to oversa oversaturate it's the market? Not like Call of Duty. You can't just add a new map, call a new yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, if you want to give us crap, Call of Duty. I want to. <laughs> after after Mike Grimm described it to me, all I want to do is play uh, Dive Kick. That sounds so amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Seth is. Killian is in that. It is. He is. He is yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool seeing his little cartoon avatar. God, I want to play that. I'm going to email arms. those guys and just tell them to give it to me. Right, um, somebody read another one. Okay, Fallout Four. Fallout Four uh, says uh, Matt DS because apparently that was also people took leaks on the internet as. So where's Fallout Four? What? We actually heard today from Pete Hines. Um, mm -hmm. We said an article on PCGamer.com. Oh yeah, I saw that. You said um, that weird. PCGamer.com PCGamer uh, about Fallout 4 and, and Pete Hines basically saying hey you know we, we let our studios decide when they're ready to show stuff mm -hmm. um, mm. it's not been long enough yeah we're not going to show it too early and then in the subtext is like Prey 2 
<laughs> I'm so uh, sorry. Chris Antista smells like pizza. Oh, I care for that. And uh, Jar both say Last Guardian. Um, oh, come on. Did you really expect? No. Well, I'd like to think. I kind of did. Well, really? I, I was kind of keeping my not, fingers crossed. Isn't that it dead? It. Is it gone? It's gone. I can't be dead. Here's it's the thing. dead forever. Last Guardian is trying to break your heart. Part of that mm. is the release by not coming out. Well, just in general, like the whole I feel every like that joke's been made. Before. Every part of the process. No, this is an arg. It's like this, it's this alternate reality <laughs> game where yeah. to really emotionally invest us, they announce a game we really want and then never. That's release what's going to happen. Like the day the PS4 launches, they're going to say it was on your PS3 the whole time. <laughs> and then suddenly you'll plug in your PS3 and it'll and be there, there on the there. screen. And you're you've like, already earned all the trophies and played it already and loved it. <laughs> you already have a save game at every point. And it deleted Sony just itself. robbed your memories. <laughs> <laughs> the eternal sunshine to you and you never knew it happened. <laughs> uh, I'm going to read one from Sora7550 who is a girl so I'm going to read this in my girliest <gasps> a voice. A girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A girl. Mm. <clears throat> So, uh, yo, uh, I ended up watching all the E3 press conferences in the hopes of finding out the special thing that Miracle's sound was working on, only to hear nothing about it in any of the presentations, and Miracle had sound himself unable to say anything on the matter. Also, I was looking forward to loads of gameplay footage and information on Pokemon XY and Fable Anniversary, but I didn't get to see slash hear as much as I wanted. Wow. Bravo. Okay. Bravo. 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 Uh, I, I didn't see here, only only because I can't can vaguely address this. Uh, somebody said Darkstalkers 4. And to reiterate the point, I, I think people think Capcom is a much larger team than it is. It's really just like two guys in a basement. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much. But if you look at the amount of people who go on to a game team, that's, that's the frustration every day working at Capcom. Please make this. And I want to gather all those people together and like, look how many things people asked us to make a sequel to or remake mm -hmm. today. Any company who embarked on a 10% of those would be bankrupt. Well, on the plus side, it's good to have people who are it so is. invested it in is. your franchise. Darkstalkers is a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. A beautiful thing. But you, uh, Project well, X Zone has a bunch of Darkstalkers character, characters Ooh. in it. Good stuff. Neat. Right, or two. I, <laughs> maybe oh, maybe a bunch oh, of business. Oh, Wait, uh, does Ask Ketchup say, Ask, Ask Ketchup says, I was hoping that uh, Capcom's, uh, what is that? Crimson, oh, I was hoping that Crimson Dragon's audio would have appeared this year, but it was a no-show. That was tragic, and that, as a result, got a standing ovation. What, what are you doing? I'm just holding it up so you can read it. Oh, okay. Um, uh, did everybody see Crimson, Crimson Dragon's audio? I heard audio? about it. It got yeah. a standing ovation, it got, well, not a standing ovation, but like a mass amount of applause for people feeling sorry for it for having no audio, right. which is, really is tragic. I love Panther Dragoon yeah. so much. And the, the creator already said he'd love to make a Crimson Dragoon saga And they're not RPG. upset that they're, it's missing an O? I mean, I really feel like, I mean, that, being an Xbox <laughs> One so exclusive. Like that, yeah, I? well, if that has taught us anything, it's that if we complain loud and long enough, they will do whatever we want. Right, so. they'll add another O in. It'll be yes. Crimson we Dragoon. Should, we should form a petition. But actually, I want the O in Crimson. I want it to be Crimson Dragon. <laughs> I, how about Crimson Dragoon? <laughs> Crimson Dragoon, please. It sounds like a Thai dish. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Ha, I win. Oh. Uh, Shenmue 3, <laughs> haha, says um, Awkward Loser. But, uh, yeah, she, she, she acknowledges. I'm pretty sure that's a she. <gasps> okay. Ooh. 
That was a lot of, also lot of says, reactions. Uh, but really, I was disappointed that GTA Five won't be next gen, as I was hoping they were bluffing. Now I only have two months to enjoy before I trade in my system and games to go next gen. They could gen. still be bluffing. Uh, the same problem I have with Beyond, another late gen game. Well, I think it wasn't the case with San Andreas, is that it was like still one of the best selling games mm-hmm. up until the launch of the next gens. It yeah. came out super late. Wait, Beyond is coming to PS4. Beyond is? Maybe in addition to three, but it's yeah. definitely a PS3 game. Uh, isn't it? You feel okay. like, it feels like it should, right? Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Who cares? I don't know. DuckTales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like when I played it there, I played it on. I played it on a PS4 controller. Hmm. I know that. I think it's oh, coming wow. to PS4, yeah. Then probably. Um, well, GTA Five. a while ago I was thinking that, like, well, you know, they, they always have sucks. the PC I version. I like the series. Oh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking as you out loud. No. No? Why would I, why would I talk it shit about It sounds like something you'd say. Because you don't like open world games. You oh, like yeah. linear experiences. Yeah, That's true, and I also Point A to point B. You don't like games where you break the law. Can do, I, I prefer to play games with strict restrictions on my behavior. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were a big fan of Proteus, but there's kind of no real game. And you, it's my just friend, need Animal Crossing, because that shit went dead on me, and I got lectured by a mole for like 40 minutes for not uh. shutting off and saving my game properly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, that, uh, yeah, GTA 5. Um, my initial thoughts were that like the next gen version will probably come out around the same time as the PC come on. version. It will. Yeah, maybe. The um, unannounced PC version that they won't announce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that you know is coming. Well, but, but then the, the PC. Pretty like, sure. On the one hand, I'd say like, well, do we really want an up GTA 5? But yes. Okay, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably buy it again. Yeah, uh, every time people people say, like, system. would we really want that? And then I remember enjoying the shit out of Gun on 360. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, yeah, so I, good. You know what? No, I want, it, I want it on next-gen systems just like I want an HD uh, San Andreas. Mm. Yeah, of course you do. Mm-hmm. You said Gun. I want to point out that, because uh, it just reminded me of it, even though they're very different games. Call of War is Gunslinger. It's good. Oh, man. Very entertaining. So fun. It is a lot of fun. Surprisingly ah, entertaining. Thanks it, for chiming in, eh? Just ignore that it says Call of War is in front of it. Just hear Gunslinger. I would like it, to point out it. that I just gave Ann shit and she gave an instinctual reaction. Kind of, oh, I forgot it was a Ubisoft uh, person. Aww. Gunslinger is fun. Mm. What? It's really right. fun. so sad and sick. I d- let's well, get Ann out I of am, here. I am sad and sick. But last mostly one. sad because I'm sick. Oh, yeah. Let's finish this up. What do we got? Last one is I'm Alive, OMG says, I'll be honest, there wasn't much I wanted to see aside from PS4 and Xbox One news. I'd like an announcement of Fallout 4, but Bethesda hasn't revealed much outside of the VGAs in a while. That's a good point. That's true, huh? They'll probably... I mean, like, well... They, they revealed Skyrim. They the Evil revealed... Within. Metal Gear 5? Hmm. Not... I mean, The Evil Within was I mean, I meant at the Vine. VGAs. Yeah, yeah, they revealed Metal Gear yeah. 5 at the VGAs yeah. as the Phantom Pain. I'm yeah, just saying the only mean. thing they haven't revealed recently at VGAs was The Evil Within, which... Hmm. Looks really good, guys. Yeah, so you keep telling us. Looks really good. <laughs> yes, don't argue. We gotta get out of here. Whatever, man. Uh, Resident yeah. Evil creator, this is your <coughs> whoa, 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 business. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's no Shinji longer Bukami. my business. Well, one yeah. super creepy video was just looping over and over again at their booth, which I know because it was right next to our booth. Oh, I'm sorry. No, uh, no, no. It was, it was cool. I just I memorized the whole thing. I was uh, mostly in the same spot during E3 and stereo right. DuckTales theme, stereo left, the Metal Gear 5 theme. I love both, can't get, it, can't get enough of either song. I want a mix of both of them together. 
Uh, that's a challenge to any video game apocalypse listeners. Please remix the Metal Gear Five theme song with the Ducktales theme. Do you guys see Activision's insane giant screen back there in the back of the? Uh, was it bigger than hall? the one last year? Yeah, it was this was huge it? curved screen that made it look like Activision like had its arms up around the couch and was like, "It hey, was up, guys." Call of Duty because they had this giant the like dupes. curved screen. It looks like a supervillain's lair. They, they, they've done that for a while now, though. I feel like that's I, been I, at previous shows. I don't think they've had that big a screen. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. I thought they had a flat screen last year, not a curved one, but I could be crazy. I did, anyway. I, I would like to plug that I did make a video yeah. for Capcom's E3 but booth. not a plugs yet. What? Well, we had, for E3 booth. I don't... It, it's just that we... Yeah. The I, coolest thing we... I have what? to ask this week's question of the week. Okay. And then we do plugs. Just about an E3 booth and a screen, but you know, maybe it'll be. I know, up but later. it's getting late. We need to. Gotcha. It's okay. Michael's gonna cut, or and we'll cut all of this. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, new question of the week. Now that you have heard the alleged plans for features that uh, Microsoft was going to install as part of their their DRM, and that those are supposedly going away. Uh, has your position changed at all on DRM? Is it something that you'd be willing to put up with in exchange for these new features? Do you still feel like it wasn't worth it? Let us know at vidigameapocalypse.com uh, in the comments for episode 21, or yes, 21, uh, or in the uh, at lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. Uh, my position hasn't really changed much. I still think that it's silly. To, to put all these restrictions on disks and to act as though that would have driven more innovation in the in the digital space. But uh, I know you guys have opinions. I hope panicky Pete's who want to chicken little the skies falling do not ruin the future for the rest of us who are ready to receive it. I don't buy disks anymore. Oh, that's true. I don't buy disks, I don't buy books, I don't buy music. You know have console. I know has console. No. Uh, yeah, I I don't mind Steam. Um, you know, we don't want Valve to become like the uh, be all end all of PC gaming because no one should have that much Monopoly's control over. No good for anybody. Yeah, PC gaming is supposed to be an open platform, so anyone having too much control is bad. Which is like, you know, why I like that GOG exists and that mm. Green Man Gaming. No. Impulse. No, I don't go to Green Man. No. But, um, <laughs> Green Man Gaming. Yeah, it exists. Um, okay. Amazon sells games. I don't use them, but hmm. I have it. They're they're kind of great. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I want it to stay open and free. I don't want Microsoft to tinker too much. Honestly, I want cheaper, better games. I want developers yeah. having yeah. access to recoup- recouping losses and making more games than restrictive processes, which. The disc-based culture has become. It's made, One of it's our made games very expensive. And the UK made a game. He quit. Because okay. he made that much money on Steam. Yeah. Wow. So, great. Tom Francis, good job. He made Gunpoint. Really? Go play it. It's a great Tom game. Tom Francis did? I didn't know that. Tom Francis quit, man. He made Gunpoint. It's amazing. I know. I, I didn't know he... Wow. I didn't know yeah, that. he's done. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. He posted on his blog about how, like, I made so much money off my indie game, I was able to quit my job. And, like, everyone posting that story, probably got everyone just, like, cleverly avoided mentioning that he worked for us cleverly or just didn't bother to look yeah or possibly didn't bother to look i sorry not throwing anybody to the yeah. bus but i bet that's I, what happened i kind of assumed they just like avoided mentioning us but 
uh, maybe they just didn't know that that's he, he. He made a critically loved game and mm-hmm. worked for us. So that's kind of cool. I remember him. Bye, Tom. All right. Plugs. Who's got something to plug? Everything. All right, Chris, you go first. Uh, Anne would like to plug emergency and rest. I would like to plug some. Oh. Uh, yes. Yeah, Anne's been going from kind of miserable to uh, just pile of misery over the Delirious. course of this podcast. If you're wondering why she's been so quiet, I, I fluctuate in moods <laughs> greatly depending on how sick I am feeling at the moment. Mm-hmm. First half of the podcast. I was feeling okay. <sighs> Women. And then I stepped outside and I was like, oh, this fresh air is horrible for me. Oh, that's horrible. And then I just started feeling You're in the right really house. Sad. No fresh air in here. There's no yeah, fresh air. There's no, actually, I feel, I feel more refreshed every time you open the fridge. There is death in the air. Yeah. There's. <laughs> Ow, it hurts. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, Capcom Unity is where I work Adjust. every day. Uh, Lasertimepodcast.com uh, is where uh, the podcast we work We have Cape Crisis. Uh, with host Henry Gilbert, a comic book show, have a big Man of Steel recap where we can discuss where and when and why Henry booed out loud uncontrollably at the screen when we wow. saw Man of Steel. <laughs> he really did that? Yeah, and like not like not like uh, from not like scoldingly, like he boo! could not help himself. Just like boo, no, <laughs> like it was. Find wow. out why on Cape Crisis. Oh, that's adorable. Uh, Henry, he posted that's almost. So cute. Uh, I'm but. Sorry. I'm on his side. Like I, he, he. I haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. But I've heard kind of bad things. I mm-hmm. was in to be LA. Honest, yeah. There are good things and there are a lot of dumb things. Uh, yeah. I went and saw This Is the End with my grandma. Nice. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah. That's a lot of blowjob. And jokes. my little sister. <laughs> no. <laughs> Holy oh, shit. goodness! Everything I've seen that has mentioned sperm in some oh way. Oh my or god, another. that movie is really. I do want to see it. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see it. I wish I would have seen that instead of my school. And. Laser time, laser time. This, uh, the one you were on recently, <laughs> uh-huh. the uh, animation, the adult animation, one. animation for adults, which is all. <clears throat> maybe the headline doesn't make sense, but you brought up a good point. Where like that is kind of funny that animation geared toward adults has more than enough space on television these days. It's mm-hmm. hard to believe. Very rarely, the R-rated animation that came to theaters. That that was the only place you could see animation for adults with curse words, boobies, yeah. and violence. And it happened very rarely, and we try and go through all of those, and then eventually divulge into like straight up pornography. So go and do that. Cursing boobs. Dave Rudden's cheap podcast will have an episode up this oh. week. Me. Was there a booth you wanted to plug as well? It was. I <laughs> uh, put up a video for E3 about uh, Capcom's booth. Tyler had mentioned the big Activision screen, and there was, you can see a glimpse of it, but it's Capcom's 30th anniversary, and on that screen was a timeline of every game we've ever made. And kind of the only way you'll get to see a glimpse of it is in that video because it will not be released online. That was for people there only. And you can see a destroyed Ace Attorney courtroom and DuckTales nice. uh, sing-along booth. Really fun. Lots of fun stuff. Lost Planet 3. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And Dungeons & Dragons, which came out this week. Uh, yeah, the, the, yeah. That game is really, really fun. The arcade machine was not in my town. Uh, it's on Steam, PSN, and Xbox I Live. I about it. Yeah. yeah. The double pack of Dungeons always sound really drunk when I try and say Dungeons and Dragons now. Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Chronicles of Mistara. <laughs> Dungeness Crabs. You just sound 16-bit. Dungeons and Dragons. 
Did you get to play it, Michael? I feel like you could be I more... play it uh, every so often in the office. Do you? Where we have a machine in the lobby. You yeah, do? we do. Yeah. yeah, we do. That's only on after hours. I think we complained okay. about this last week. I, lo- I love it. I uh, we have it, man. I think it's the evolution of the beat-em-up right when the beat-em-up was sort of going out of style, but it's one of my favorite genres. And if you like Final Fight, Streets of Rage, you owe it to yourself to check out Chronicles of Mistar, Dungeons & Dragons. PSN Xbox, so fire me. Sure. <laughs> PC. <laughs> Tyler? PCGamer.com. Remember me. <laughs> okay, I'll remember you. That's it. Yeah, go to PC Gamer, read our articles about stuff. Um, we write about games that are on the PC. Yeah. <laughs> That's my pitch. Uh, <laughs> take it or leave it. Um, I'm sure I had other stuff to talk about. Um, hmm. Yeah, you know, see at PAX? I don't know. Uh I'm uh, at Wikiparas on Twitter. Uh, oh, right. I do have a Twitter, but you all know it. So Everybody always forgets to Candy plug the fucking Twitters. Tyler underscore wild. BDR and Lewis to my right, not talking, just uh-huh. looking Oh, yeah. Looking Can Ill. I plug some stuff? Please. Oh, yeah. I thought you had for some reason. No, I haven't spoken a word in like the past hour and a half. Okay. <laughs> Except for the ones that tell us about how sick you're feeling. <laughs> I'm very sick. You're very tiny Tim right now. <laughs> sick. <laughs> Uh, I'm at BDR and Lewis on Twitter, and uh, you can read all of my words about Ubisoft stuff on the Ubi blog, ubiblog.com or blog.ubi.com, whatever. Uh, Got a lot of stuff about Assassin's Creed up right now. We've got a ton of info on The Division, which we just announced at E3, and it looks so good, guys. It does look really good. Looks like so much Just Dance? Uh, Just Dance is also very fun. Yeah, that's right. I just got a copy today for some reason. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. What about just Prance? Just, uh, I Prancer size is huge right now in our thing. office. So. <laughs> oh, just, oh my and God. I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. Anus on Xbox Live <laughs> with an exclamation point. Uh, look me up and let's play some Monster Hunter. I'm still very much addicted is to it, that game. It's spelled... Isn't it, isn't oh, A-N-I-S, yes. A-N-I-S. So yeah, I, hate it, I really hate it when people call me Anis. Anis? But how am I supposed to like sneak up licorice butt seed. word? Michael had expressed that he thought I had just expelled Anis like all these years. <laughs> but it was to trick Xbox Live into letting me sneak in a butt word. And it works because it looks like my name. Well, now that you said that, they're, they're going to shut you down. No, don't do that. <laughs> Mike, I know you're listening. Don't do that. Uh, so anyway, uh, you can read my cover story in OXM <gasps> on Grand Theft Auto V, or my cover wow. story on a yet-to-be-announced game. <gasps> well, yet-to-be-announced as the cover story <gasps> for OXM uh, in the next issue. So Although you have heard of the game. It, yet it, it, to be it announced. is well-known. Yet-to-be-announced the game uh-huh. coming to next-gen consoles. Yes. Okay. All right. I thought you were very fair to Sonic Lost Worlds. (laughs) (laughs) And then I ignored it completely. (laughs) Well, no, in that it's a Nintendo exclusive. Different joke. Uh, I don't want to seem like I'm Sega Bastion. (laughs) All right. Well, that's our show, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Good night. Laughter makes my chest hurt. I'm going to do it sexy again.